you want to hear something funny. No, he did not. He did. He did. He did. And expanded it into the WWE that we know today. So he's currently the chairman, the CEO, and the entire uh, MacMahon. Or what do you want to say? MacMahon? McMahon. Fucking McMahon, man. No, you're done. Move. Get your ass out of here. He will no longer be on the mic. <laughs> Jeez. Acknowledge me. Let's do this. So, yeah, everybody, that was our intro for the our wrestling or wrestling uh episode that we are doing right here so so no one gets it wrong when they hear someone's voice uh eddie might sound a little distorted because he is coming via zoom because the pretty one doesn't have to be here all the time mr drip um well yeah he's the pretty one but eddie doesn't like when i don't call him pretty first so you know you gotta give the people what they want um chunky stuff is also here uh mr alex himself is here Hey, thanks again. What the fuck? Oh, oh, it, was, it was on and off. Oh, fucked bad. up. Ah, hey, Already. I'm here again. Let's get this. <laughs> All right, cool. And then we also have the gentleman Rob is also here. Good evening, everybody. That was beautiful. Uh, Eli, Mr. Arbiz is here also. What's up, y'all? And uh, the original pretty one, sorry, Drip, is also here. What's up, guys? Glad to be back. Let's talk about some wrestling. Word. Um, so we might get another wrestling fan jumping in here at some point, uh, but it's a little late, so whatevs. Um, I do want to ask a question before we get started. It's a more, more dilemma that I asked Chunk earlier. Um, if Do you think a kid who's 16 or 17 that has sex with his teacher, is he a victim? How old is the teacher? 30s how smart 40s? is the kid <laughs> <laughs> look if she's 67 he might be a fucking victim no let's not say he, she's in her 30s almost 40s is this kid smart I don't know I mean you're, it's your scenario smart enough to shut the fuck up <laughs> smart <laughs> enough to out. smart enough to like bag an older lady yeah you know uh, I, I, I Instinctively, on that base bait, no, he's not a victim. He's almost an adult. He can make a decision. Now, do I think he's hormone-driven and probably could be making better decisions? Absolutely. Do I think that there could be some manipulation going on there and some uh, predatory activity? For sure. But, I mean, if we're just going to say a 17-year-old with a 30-year-old, is he a victim? Mm, debatable. Okay. John? Why you got to go with me next? Because you're right fucking next to me You're literally right next to me No, I'll probably go the same I mean, before when we talked about I mean, of course Like I was saying He's he's, As long as he's shut the fuck up about it I mean Then it'd probably be fine But it's It's once Once one person Once he starts saying it to other people Then that 
it starts becoming a problem, then it's like, all right, now I have to play the victim. Hmm. Eli? I mean, I don't think so. It's just, uh, it, I think in those situations, like, uh, I agree with, uh, you know, our gentleman over here. The thing is this, when it cut, when we all in high school, we all had that one teacher we're like, yo, she's fucking fine as fuck. I want to do anything she wants me to, right? But it, once the word gets out and, you know, they start bragging about it or they talk about it or there's evidence about it, then it becomes, oh, I was a victim. Oh, I was bamboozled. It was her magic pussy that just made me do it. Like, no, dude, I mean, it's, I don't think it is. I mean, he probably, it's like, I, I always think of it in two ways. Either one, he got game and he got the teacher or two, you know, the teacher was like, you know, I want you. We can do this the easy way or the hard way. And what the fuck's the hard way? I'm going to fail you if you don't fuck me. Pretty Rob. Yeah, that took a took a weird spin. <laughs> um, I, I'm gonna say at 17 years old, you know, we all wanted to get it on. We all wanted to. Yeah. Hear me? Yeah, he's on. Yeah, I'm get on. A, get in the mic. There you go. Right, there. Yeah, you go. Put it in put your, your mouth. Put it your yes, mouth. put your face <laughs> in it. Get that A plus. <laughs> yeah, pretend like you got a 30 year old teacher, buddy. Put your face in it. Nope. Nope. Um, you know, 17 years old, we were all thinking with our little head instead of the big head, and the little head made better decisions for us, so we'd all get it in, you know? That's the thing. So, um, I got a question on this. So, I got a question yeah, to yeah. after. What if we reverse this? There what if it's go. a 30-year-old male after a 17-year-old girl? Are you okay with that? Yeah. I don't. I don't see that. See, that's because we both have daughters, so that's why we. Ha- yeah, exactly. See, I'm gonna like, mm. whoop some ass. <laughs> so, but my argument would be, if you're not okay with one, you shouldn't be okay yeah. with the other because that so, becomes a double so standard, right? It's a, it's a Dave Chappelle thing. This is way up to think of wrestling at first, but Dave Chappelle said, at 15, you should know if you want to be, you know, peed on or not. The R. Kelly thing. Oh. At 15, <laughs> no, let's be honest. At 15, you should know these things. Yes, but I got an argument against that, though. A 15-year-old is not fucking... A 15-year-old put in front of their celebrity hero is going to do whatever they want. Awesome. That's their fucking If idol. at 15, you can't decide you don't want to be pissed on, the rest of your life is going to fucking suck. At 15, <laughs> if you're put in front of your fucking idol, you will fucking not be thinking straight, and you will do things that you would normally wouldn't do. Awesome. Over- Are you a victim at that point? If you agree to it? I don't care who it is. Well, you again, make a choice. Again, were you manipulated? What other factors were involved? How are you manipulated? You want to be a star? Uh, I can make you a star. You want to be in one of my videos? You want to be in one of my videos? That's different. You be, can no, you that's sing? manipulation. But that, what's my point? Is that is that being said? If that's not being said, the person's just doing it? Just, hey, um, so you seem really nice. Um, I don't know what you're doing later, but I'd love to piss all over you. A teacher can't use that, though. <laughs> sorry, sorry to everybody that's listening. Man. We went way off the rails on this question. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, a teacher can't use that. I'm a failure if you don't fuck me. Awesome. What is that again? I'm a failure if you oh, don't no, fuck no, me. I'm gonna show that. Totally use that. Yeah, oh, but yeah. no, 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 no. Did you can't use that? Because yes, once the teacher you, used that against me. If, yeah, you, me, but yeah, but his name is. We're not gonna mention his name. But still, <laughs> <laughs> you threw that up. You I'll threw that up. I'll his name out. I don't give a fuck. Coach Carter, <laughs> Walker Junior High, forced me to join track. That he did legit. He forced me to join track or told me he would fail me. Yeah, but teachers nowadays will text that. Or send it in a WhatsApp thing, or send it in a Snap. All you do is just fucking save it. That's how the kid who just got in trouble, the, the teacher just got in trouble because you sent text messages. I was merely saying though, was there any kind of manipulation involved in the situation? 
if you're dumb enough to go by it, then like I said, the rest of your life is going to be fucked up. If you're 16 or 17, up. you haven't had a life, enough of life experience that you can recognize you manipulation. Know, do you know not to stick your dick in something that's not supposed to be there? Would, <laughs> would, would you put your dogs... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Would you put your balls on top of the oven? Look, uh, mm, uh, how hot is it? Uh, see, that you're a different person I'm talking to. Let me talk to somebody who's rational. Uh, pretty Rob. <laughs> would you stick your balls on top of an oven? No, because you know that's not supposed to go there. Did you stick but, your dick in a pillow when you were a child? No. To get off? You never tried to fuck I, a pillow. I never did. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's very telling. I like how Eddie's just sitting there laughing with the audio off. Because Eddie does all this shit. He's got his balls on the oven right now. Hey, you hear yeah, no, we can hear you laughing. No, I just said that you, 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 don't, you don't use pillows. You use a mattress. Oh. oh. I never did that either. <laughs> This is okay. Yeah, we got off the subject of wrestling. So um, oh, today, for that. anyone that's uh, listening, uh, we are be talking. We will be talking about wrestling. Um, we're gonna go uh, old we school first. Um, we are. T- we are t- we just yeah. talking about wrestling, but we're gonna go old school first for the people that aren't up to date with certain stuff, and then we'll jump uh, further down the wrestling rabbit hole. But before we do that, you are listening to the ROC. Don't you mean the return of the critics? Dude, that's the same thing. Why don't we just hey, like, hey, let's just start the episode already, please. Word. So, um, golden age of people. What? Shit's funny. Oh, golden age of wrestling, uh, as uh, the gentleman Rob put on our Ibble feed, was like Jimmy Fly Super Snooker, who was a, after we found out later, Jimmy Superfly Snooker, killed his girlfriend. Shit. Killed his girlfriend. I'll say his name wrong all day. Yeah. He killed his girlfriend because when they did like um, the whole dark side of the ring, like dude, he killed his girlfriend. <laughs> like, like he's that, he's in the he's in the room with her. They have a fight. They have an argument. He leaves the room. Six hours later, um, he I think, comes back. No, he comes back and he she's laying on the floor out. Yeah, like gone. And then he starts freaking out, calling nine one one. Yeah, she's out with blood on the floor with and her. It's just head. everybody oh, else that's there for the show to wrestle. Is in the same fucking hotel. Yeah. So they all hear this. Yeah. But he he got away with it. And they didn't say anything until he like died. Like, oh, he killed his girlfriend. Which he did. Um, oh, so like Piper, you know, those guys, Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're t- right in there. That's, Jake that's the my range. Uh, okay. 85 to about, let's say, 95. Okay. So, you know, uh, Jake the Snake uh, yeah. was awesome in the ring. He was before his time. Yeah. The stuff he used DDT, to do with the snake. His, uh, and then he had, uh, not Miss Elizabeth, because that was uh, no. Macho Man. He had Damien. Damien was the snake. You didn't have a lady that walked out with him? Too? It was Macho Maybe a couple well, of times. Is, who did, it was uh, Sherry. Sherry walk out. Yeah, because he was oh, dating her. Like, yeah, like yeah. probably like three, four different people. Yeah, because he was dating her. That's yeah. why he had her Funny coming out. Too, but I remember, yeah, he always had the snake. DDT, and then he'd put the snake yeah. in on it. And One was the, it? Andre the Giant was terrified of the snake. Yeah, Andre the Giant did not like snakes. Uh, um, uh, 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 there is the the old thing of like um, when I saw as a little kid, fucking scared me when he put the snake on uh, Macho Man and bit him, bit him. and like and pulled blood from his arm. Right? Yeah, got him against the ropes, tied yeah. him in the rope. And then got the snake and yeah, funny yeah, like that wasn't supposed to happen. No, so so funny thing about that is before they went out there, Macho Man wasn't going to do it. He said, yeah. "No, I'm not going to do it." So people didn't notice Jake had um, uh, a bag over his left left arm. So what had happened is Macho Man had told him, "Have the snake bite you first. So Jake was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, the snake needs to bite you first before you bite me." He's like, "All right, cool." So he has he had Demon bite him on the arm. 
and it wouldn't stop bleeding, and they didn't have bandages, so they just put the bag or the thing over his arm, and he went out. That's why he had it over his arm. But as a little kid, that scared the fuck out of me. So was the idea to show them like the snake bite was harmless? Well, yeah, he didn't. It wasn't. Macho Man didn't like snakes. Okay. So he didn't want the snake to fucking kill him. Macho Man was fucking paranoid. Like, there's paranoia and there's Macho Man. Okay. Yeah. It's, was he the one that came out on Spider Man? The yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, oh, you ain't so. going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ain't going nowhere. Yeah, that's Macho Man. He had a, He has a rap album also. No, that yes, was he does. yes, he does. <laughs> no. Yes, he does. <laughs> Talking shit about Hulk Hogan actually. Yeah. Wow. On a lot of those tracks. So that was, I was awesome. Actually bumping that on the way here. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, brother. Yeah. So uh, Macho Man was uh, Macho Man uh, was actually married to Miss Elizabeth. For people who do not know, um, and the craziness that he displayed on screen was the craziness that he had off the screen with her. He used to lock her in the dressing room so other wrestlers couldn't talk to her or be around her because he thought she would cheat on him. He also thought she was fucking Hulk Hogan at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that was one of the dark side of the, dark yep. side of the yeah. ring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. We can get into it later, but wasn't there a couple of those female wrestlers that married a wrestler that ended up Fucking somebody else, like oh, a lot of them. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. a lot of them. Let's be honest. Oh. Uh, was so, he paranoid? No, but that what back then there was camaraderie between you know some of the wrestlers back then. So that so that wasn't really rampant like that. As you got into the nineties, that really like amped it's, up to yeah. a point where like people were fucking like, okay, we're getting into the nineties now. Sunny, Sunny back in the day was fucking hot, dude. Like God damn, she was hot. Everyone. Okay, she was engaged to Chris Candido. Right. Okay. So he was a wrestler. wasn't a good wrestler, he, but he had her. He was what in WCW? Wasn't at it? first. Then he came to WWF at the time for like five minutes. Well, yeah, because he had her, and it was Skip and uh, fuck him and the dude. They sucked anyway. Whatever. Um, it was Skip and some other fucking dude, and it was her as their talent. Whatever. Right. She fucked Shawn Michaels. Uh, she fucked a big daddy, big daddy cool, which is Kevin Nash. She fucked Razor Ramon. She fucked uh, one, two, three kid. Um, she fucked Tatanka. Did she fuck? I that? didn't know that either. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. She yeah, fucked Tatanka. Did she fuck that dude China? <laughs> Is that girl in China? No, we'll get to China. We'll get to China. We'll get to China. There was only one night in China. Yeah. No, there was a night in China and then a back door to China. There was two different. There's a couple of them. Yeah. There's two of them. Not that I've looked them all up or anything. China's awesome though. Uh, but yeah. Um. Well, yeah. Uh. So. She was fucking everybody, and then there was a rumor that she had had sex with Bret Hart, and Bret Hart was supposed to be like wholesome, he was like married, the golden child, yeah, yeah, of WWE. You know, wouldn't do anything wrong to anyone. And then one time when they were talking, um, doing 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 a promo, because Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart didn't like like each other, so they did a promo once, and then Shawn, uh, Shawn Michaels said, uh, "Bret Hart, I know you've had sunny days." <laughs> With Bret Hart's wife sitting in the crowd, right, right there. So people saying, "Oh, he fucked Sonny. like the chant started ringing out in the. We fucked Sonny. He fucked Sonny. Wow! And you can see Bret Hart's face, just like, dude, what the fuck? Like, <sighs> it was great for uh, someone watching. It was great to be that dude at the time. It, to it, be it, Bret Hart, probably yeah, sucked. Ass. Yeah, yeah, it, it did. So yeah, um, so those guys, uh, you probably remember Bash and Booger mm, and Duke no. the Dumpster Drozzy. Uh, one. Repo Man, no. Coco Beware, Coco Beware. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. bro, I can name him off, dog. Just <laughs> it's uh, Coco Beware. Um, he was he was a fruit Kamala. Loop. Kamala. Yeah, yeah. He uh, lost his foot and then he he, he passed like two years ago, I think. Really? Yeah. Let's see, there was yeah. uh, it's too bad. 
George the Animal. George, George the Animal, animal Steel. Yeah. With his green tongue. Yeah. Oh. Big John uh, Stead. The fucking turnbuckles. Big John Stead. Big Yokozuna. John Stead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honky Tonk Man. Yokozuna. Oh, Tonk Man. That's the one thing. When I found out Yokozuna wasn't really fucking uh, Japanese. You didn't know? Honky Tonk Man, yeah. yeah. Uh, huh? No, as you say, you didn't know that. No, I didn't. Well, like you swear you knew that shit at the time. No, well, I didn't really watch it. At yeah, okay, the time, but I didn't but know. And then I you find learned, out like he's I think Samoan, I and you're just like first before I fucking yeah. yeah I found out he was Samoan. I'm like, dude, he played a good Asian dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, yo, Kazuna Bonsai. Yeah, dude, was the Bonsai Mr. drop Fuji? was fucking. Mr. Fuji was the one that fucking. Uh... It was the one that talked to him the whole time. He yeah. didn't really talk. Yeah. So he didn't so, have to worry about so it. So Yokozuna's move was the bonsai drop. So he put you under the ropes, swing his big 490-pound ass up and down, and then drop all his weight. But he was such – he was so light on his feet and so good at what he could do that the way he dropped is he dropped all of his weight forward – and his ass would barely touch the guy on the floor. So you see the pop up. That's because his weight would hit, hit the floor first. Wait, I thought he was the guy. That, I thought his move was like he'd put you in the corner and then fucking run and turn around and smash his ass into your face. That was Rikishi. Uh, uh, Rikishi. Oh, Rikishi. Oh, Rikishi. Oh, that was his cousin. So, that's that's his cousin. Oh, so not too far off with Yokozuna was the time where he smashed on Hulk Hogan and everyone in wrestling fandom. And if you. I was oh, alive, he kept doing I was it, didn't he? This time he kept slamming. Yeah, he on kept him doing it and put really? him in the hospital. Yeah, he thought Hulk Hogan was gonna die. Yeah, and, like yeah, the wrestling fangers because this, this is before like kayfabe. This is before K kayfabe. So K kayfabe for Bill to know is like <laughs> when they show you the real shit that happens behind the scenes. So as a wrestling fan, you watch this, you're like, oh my god, he's gonna Hulk Hogan's fucking dead. Dead. Yeah, this is before I found out Hulk Hogan was a piece of shit. But yeah, <laughs> so at this time, yeah, so you had Yokozuna coming in. Yokozuna was 500 pounds that could move like he was. Like two hundred. He pounds. didn't start at five hundred pounds. No, he, he like, started at three hundred. Yeah, yeah. And then he progressively got heavier. Yeah. Until they they pulled him. They're like, dude, you can't do this anymore. Yeah. Well, pretty, yeah, he was heavy as shit though. Yeah. But he can still, you know, at five hundred pounds, move. he can still do a drop drop kick. Yeah. 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 There's dudes that are two hundred pounds in WWE that, that can't do a, a, a drop kick well. That it's who, who else do you remember? Uh, Ultimate Warrior was one of my favorites. Um, Mr. Perfect, Ted DiBiase. Oh, oh, Mr. Perfect. Yeah, I just. We can't jump. I just. I just showed my my wife Ted DiBiase. She's like, why is he walking around like throwing twenties? Because like, back then that was like, now it's a hundreds. Him throwing twenties and he had Virgil, which we don't even. Virgil's a sad. <laughs> Well, Virgil became his own wrestler too after a while, right? Yeah. Uh, like, no. like they just threw him out there. Uh, so okay, we'll do a Did you quick watch that documentary on Ted DiBiase. Yeah, That's, it's pretty fucking good. Freaking, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Ted DiBiase he had Virgil, and a little spotlight into Virgil right now. This dude um, thought he was better than what he was. Um, he was still in WWE. Vince was going to give him something to do once Ted DiBiase jumped to WCW. So Virgil was like, no, I'm more, you know, whatever. So he went to WCW for a third of what everybody else did. He was only there for two months and then got fired. Um, if you look on YouTube right now for Virgil, everyone makes fun of him. Um, he goes to yeah. WrestleCons and there no was, one goes to his it, booth. Nobody, oh, why yeah, it? It's everything else. Like all the other lines are full. And you just see his line. Nobody. He's just yeah. hanging out by he himself. Sells, he sells memorabilia from other people. What? So he has signed <laughs> shit from other wrestlers. Wow. He has other shit from signed wrestlers Guys and shit. that he was like with or something yeah. like that. And yeah. he has pictures with them, but none of him, just himself. And he sells that shit. So why does everybody hate him? Um, Virgil was a guy who said that he came up with the theme for, or he came up with the idea for the NWO. He said he helped on some people's characters early in the day, which there's no proof of. After a while, when you start lying about 
shit in the business where people are around, it's, you know, it catches up to you. And then he got, you know, but yeah, that was Virgil's little fucking spotlight. Wasn't yeah. he also part of like the Ted DiBiase, like with the IRS as well? Yeah, he yeah. was part of the, um, what was it called? It was a million oh, dollar yeah. corporation, right? Yeah, yeah. They had the tax guy. Remember yeah, Erwin R. Scheister. His his oh, wait, kids. There was a dentist too. Now you got me fucking remembering. Oh, that shit. was Isaac Jacob. That's yes. Kane. That's Kane. Right. Yes. Wow. So now, well, he's retired now. But Kane, that was his first, no, his second gimmick. Well, wasn't there a couple of Kanes? Like a couple guys played Kane, right? Well, no. So there you was had the, you had Kane, and then you had the fake Kane. Yeah, you had fake Kane. That was oh. that, that's when writing was. They were like, "Hey, let's do let's this. Just throw some shit against yeah. the wall, see if it what sticks." sticks? What yeah, sticks? we'll see what happens. You got to remember when the Undertaker first came out, they wanted to call him the the Kane Undertaker. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, Kane the Undertaker. Mm. Yeah, Kane the Undertaker. They, they called him that for like one no. pay per view. No, they tried they, to call him that, but then they couldn't get it out. So the guy who was on the on the microphone who was Howard Finkel. Mm-hmm. He kept messing up. So he kept messing up. The so they just called him the Undertaker. So then it just stuck. It wasn't even supposed to go that, but it, it stuck. And then when Kane came, it was, you know, Kane was a great uh, idea. I heard it, too. I heard it, too. Yep. What did you hear? When Kane came. Yep. Okay. But Gentleman Rob reached out on, on another one, uh, Mr. Perfect, uh, I thought he was awesome. And watching 80s and 90s wrestling, dude, when he threw the perfect plex, nobody was getting out of that, dude. That was like the one of the old, ultimate perfect moves. That and Bob Backlund's freaking cross-faced chicken wing. If you got in that, Backlund. you were freaking done. You were done. I will say my favorite tag team was Demolition. And I love their theme song. Like they had the. I don't even know if they were any good. Like if I watch them now, I'd probably be like, "This is horrible," you know. Can I remember? Yeah, then there was um, terrible, who was the fucking guys that came out afterwards that kind of did the the same kind of look with the makeup? It was all them. No, no, no. Because there was um, the demolition, and then there was uh, they were red. Oh well, there's a what, Legion of Doom. Uh, Legion of Doom, but those Whoa. are the Road Warriors. That's a whole LOD era. baby. Yeah, yeah. that's LOD. Yeah, yeah. That's Road Warriors. They were okay. See, so, so LOD. The way they would work in the ring is super stiff. So when they hit you, you'd fucking feel it. Like yeah. so there's an art to wrestling. I wish Milhouse would have been here so it'd have been more of a, you know, back and forth with him, but there's an art to wrestling of not hurting some 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 someone. So something similar as a clothesline could seriously hurt some somebody. Perfect point here. Goldberg hit Bret Hart with a kick, right? The kick missed two inches and hit Bret on the jaw side of his face or on the right side of his face near, near his jawline and he couldn't wrestle any, any, anymore because it like reverberated back into his neck down into his back and he was hurt so doing a simple move could hurt you mm-hmm. LOD used to fuck people up yeah. they used to get in the ring and like clothesline people you were like oh my god like they drop people on their fucking heads and just walk over them like didn't fucking care their finishing oh, move was where they put you on the shoulders and the other Fuck, guy what was and it Hawk, would, Hawk would jump what was on the um, Doomsday device. There it is. So you put it on the shoulders, right? With your back towards the, or your chest towards the ceiling, right? No, no. So they no, put no, it like, like, a, like doing a, um, like a chicken fight, like, like a chicken fight right? And they would jump off the rope and close on you at the top. So what that does, spin. no, but he would get his, his hands under your, your, your thighs, the guy on the bottom, and fucking let you go like that. Yeah, just flip you off. So wherever you landed is where you fucking landed, on your head, on your yeah, back, on your shoulders. If you were lucky enough to land on your stomach, you were you were a safe one. But yeah, you okay, Eddie? So for people like you know Eli, who doesn't really know much about wrestling, which I don't, means that you're you're not. <laughs> cool. He can't so even get through it. <laughs> you're not really giving in, and you're basically actually almost trying to hurt the person. Um, 
So when you when you hear somebody being stiff, you know, like Goldberg, fucking jerk. Because <laughs> <laughs> he almost hurt. Because he almost crippled the Undertaker. That's why. That's why Eddie uh, says that. Yeah. yeah. And then then that, that 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 did you see that 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 almost happened at the at the showdown this past uh, Saturday? Oh, with Roman. Yeah, I saw that. Where where he missed the spear, he almost hit Roman in the chest. Oh no shit! Yeah. <laughs> Because the spear's supposed to hit you on the side or on your shoulder. You hit somebody dead in the chest, that's that's like 200 pounds of weight force coming straight into your chest and you falling on top of them. Yeah. So he could have broke his sternum or done something worse, but... Uh, no, the other guy, the the, the Celtic warrior? Uh, Seamus. No, sorry, the other one. Uh, Drew McIntyre. There you go. McIntyre. He dropped the guy on the head. Oh, Moss. Oh, oh dude. That shit was nasty. So it's, I forgot what it's called, but like you put someone, they lay back so you hold their legs like this. Oh, the Alabama Slam. The Alabama yeah. Slam. So you go like this and flip them forward, right? Well, the guy didn't put his hands up in enough time. So his head went right into the fucking mat. And if you're watching this shit, you're just like, oh, he's dead. Like my wife was watching and she was just like, oh my God, what happened? I was like, he didn't put his hands up fast enough. That's when you think you have way more time. Like I said, wrestling is like ballet in a demolition dirt derby. Essentially, if you don't put your hands up fast enough, you don't move fast enough, you're fucked. Well, dude, because it will hurt. That was the same idea as when fucking hardcore Holly used to use that. Well, yeah, he didn't kill if he hurt Holly. people. Like yeah. that was like that was like the rite of passage. If he just kicked the shit out of you, yeah. Well, if you don't remember. Uh, Hardcore Holly used to be Bob Holly, yep. and he used to come down in a, in a, in a NASCAR gimmick, Spark Plug Holly. Yeah. Yeah. He used to come down in a little fucking car. Long hair, right? Long hair, bald was, spot, a, and he used to come down in a, when he first started doing it, he used to come down in a car. Yep. Oh, my God. In a little cardboard car, he'd come down wow. to the fucking ring in it. Because you remember, Christ. in the early 90s, WWE was cartoony because Vince thought we need to pander towards children and families. So yeah. you had uh, the Mastodon, you had Coco Be- Be- Beware, you had the Bushwhackers, Doink the Clown, yeah. Those Doink. guys, hold on, those guys, the Bushwhackers were actual like like uh, like bare knuckle. Yeah. They were fucking yeah. actual fighters, like dudes yeah. that could. But they WWE turned them into fucking, fucking bush people, totally, licking yeah. each other's totally foreheads or whatever they did. Yeah, <laughs> and armpits and shit, yeah. dude. Oh. Hey, was that during the same time? I saw like a video once where they showed like uh, the KFC guy fighting somebody. He looked like the Colonel, and he was fighting. No, no, that 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 was for two years ago. That was for uh, WrestleMania thing when KFC was going away from their uh, their actual like logo or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they picked somebody from WWE to do it. So Dolph Ziggler won, so he got to do that shit. It was just stupid like a, shit. It's like a promo shit? Right? No, you got to understand that. When people have to do that stupid shit in the ring, they did something to piss somebody off in the back. They yeah. pissed oh, off a writer. Absolutely. They pissed off somebody who's high in the... in the Like, if you piss off Roman Reigns right now, Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, any one of those dudes that are higher up guys... You, they, you, they they will give you some stupid fucking gimmick. Like yeah. there was a point where there was a wrestling match and some dude forgot a um, a, a hold or whatever and caused the match to kind of get botched or whatever. And Perry Saturn oh. had gotten upset about that shit and kicked the living shit out of the guy in the ring. Like more than you know he should have. He fucked this dude up and he went to the back and Vince met him in the back and yelled at him. Two weeks later, he's on. He's starting to do a thing. Moppy, to, Moppy, Moppy. <laughs> a fuck, Moppy? No, it sounds weird, but he had a mop with a broken handle with a face on it, it and was, that it was, was his pretty, best friend. Yeah, it was it was Will. Wilson. It was Will, essentially Wilson from Castaway. But a mop version. This oh sounds my more God. like out of UHF, the uh, Weird Al Weird Al Yankovic movie, oh, with the dude who was on Seinfeld with his mop. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's day fucked up. 
That's, I don't that's know. So, so basically, you're saying anytime I see some sort of joke character, something that's or like kind some of, weird promotional shit, it's it's because somebody got in trouble. Yeah. So, so how do they come up with Dink the Clown then, or Doink? The Doink clown? Doink was he was fighting in ECW, and he wanted to come over, and he had that gimmick. See, what people do is they pitch Vince what they want to be, and Vince either goes with it or he goes against it. The Undertaker, when he first came. He thought he was going to be the gobbly fucking gooker because it was during yeah. it was during it was during uh, Thanksgiving and they had this giant egg on the stage. Oh, that's right. He yeah. talked about that. Yeah. He was like, I, "I'm going to be coming out of the egg. I'm going to come out of the yeah. egg." He was so scared because he come <laughs> so WCW because you got to understand Mark Calloway, right? Mark Calloway is the Undertaker's real real name. And so when he left WCW, they told him no one's going to pay to see you wrestle ever. Okay. Right, because wasn't it like a, a hardcore Mark or something? No, some so he was, name. yeah, he was like Mark something. No, but Cal- Callus Mark Calloway. Yeah, there you yeah, go, Callus Mark Calloway. So he was part of the Twin Towers yeah. in WCW. I know so many, so much useless information. Um, <laughs> I think mean, they probably, <laughs> probably didn't stick. No, it didn't. But he, Twin Towers, he's a huge dude with the other guy he was with. They're big guys, they worked. But Eric Bischoff told him, you're never going to make money, right? Goes to WWE. Vince calls him. Right before the it was, event, it was like what, like two days or something. No, it was right the day before. Oh, they were going to do um, Survivor, or not Survivor, but something else. And he's like, "Hey, Undertaker." He's like, "Huh?" He's oh, like, right. "You're the Undertaker." Because yeah, he hadn't, he hadn't, he hadn't heard from him for over a, like a week. Yeah. Because he went to like his house. His house. He to went meet to Vince, him. Vince's house. Yeah. Yeah. He went to his house to meet him. They had a full on meeting. That was pretty much his because he he no showed a show for WCW. To go to talk to Vince, yeah. and then, um, but then he didn't hear from him for a week. So he thought he, he, was, he was done. He was he was putting all in. He was putting it all in. Skyscrapers, there you go. Skyscrapers. Yeah. he was putting it all in, and then he didn't hear from him until a day before they were good to fucking. And he, and he, and he calls him, and says, "Hey, it was, Undertaker." It was survivor, survivor says, he's like, "Hey, yeah. Undertaker." He's like, "What?" He's like, "Undertaker," and that was it. Yep. From yep. there, and then from there, Undertaker is one of the only. Hold on, Eddie. Undertaker is one of the only people that's never broken character. On screen. Oh, ever. Yeah. I think yeah. I mentioned this in one of our podcasts, but one of my favorite things of all times is a TV guide for those of the old enough to remember when there was a TV guide you'd read. Um, of oh, the book, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did um, They did a, a special issue where it was three or four different covers, and they did an interview with four different wrestlers. Uh, I believe Andre the Giant was one. I want to say Hulk Hogan. Maybe I can't remember anybody else, but the Undertaker was one of them. I remember that for sure. And all the interviews, they talked as though they were real people. Uh-huh. Like you know, this is this is what I do. Da da da. Except for the Undertaker, yeah. when they interviewed the Undertaker, he did hit his interview as the Undertaker because yeah, he's the Undertaker. He, yeah. yeah, he didn't. He, so he was, fucking awesome. I will say, I've seen interviews with the Undertaker recently. Like I think I watched Hot Ones or something like that with him on it. And uh, man. It's disappointing to watch him be like, "Yeah, this is what I do," you know. Love living in well, Texas yeah. and having Dude, fun. Dude, thirty years, thirty years, But you know what? Anytime I see him, I'm like, I just expect him to just be Undertaker. Like, <laughs> this meat is not rotten enough to eat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Eddie, Undertaker shit, like till the day he's done. Eddie, you gonna say something? Yeah, I was just gonna say like um, when they when they, when he left WCW, they're like, "Oh, you're not gonna do, you're not gonna do, you're not gonna be a good wrestler because you got to think about it." This guy was what uh, six? What six two? Six three? No, Who? Six, Undertaker is like six five, six yeah. seven, something. Yeah, I yeah, he's pretty six, tall. Six, Red hair. Wait, who? Undertaker. How tall is Undertaker? Undertaker six eleven, bro. There we go. I knew it was taller. Six two. I'm six three. I'm not, I'm not taller than the fucking Undertaker. Yeah, <laughs> I get it, Eddie. Six three is like fucking seven feet taller than you, but I, I get it. That's all right. <laughs> 
but no, but I remember watching the the how uh, yeah, Vince McMahon called him said, "Hi, is this the Undertaker?" And yeah. he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. And that's when Vince McMahon had the whole vision of him being like a Western kind of like um, uh, outlaw kind of person, yeah, persona. And they and, turned it. Uh, I think afterward, that's when they started evolving it to like, well, you're going to be more of a, a, a Undertaker, obviously. Um, you know, having the whole digging the holes in the ground, the coffin, the urn kind of thing. Um, he used to set people up. That was he, awesome. Who did he come out with? Paul Bear. Paul Bear. Paul Bear, baby. No, not the first time. Yeah, the first, first time, time was it? Brother Love. Yeah, first time was Brother Love. Oh, shit. I but, remember but, Brother Love. But Brother yeah. Love was scared. I don't know if people know this. Bruce Pritchard is, you know, he's a, he's a producer in the back for WWE. He was actually scared of all this shit because he's, he's, he's afraid of death and all that kind of shit. Uh-huh. So he didn't like doing that with The Undertaker. So then they gave it to, you know, yeah. Paul Bear. Paul Bear. Yeah. Paul, oh, yes. Weird fucking dude. <laughs> Yeah, that dude is fuck. His so, voice. Now you got to remember other the, wrestlers too, like Greg the Valentine, Greg the Hammer Valentine, the Hammer, the hammer. The hammer. yeah. Which always seemed weird. It was like, how are you the Hammer Valentine? That seems it doesn't go together. I that that was oh. from uh, that was from the territories. Yeah, that easily mm-hmm. had been from the yeah. territories. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, base really quick. So Cody Rhodes, when he became Stardust, you think that's because of the same reason? Yeah. Well, that's because because of Goldust. No, it wasn't because of Goldust. Really? No. 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 He yeah. he did something at WrestleMania against the Big Show. He did um he did an interview be, be before and he had said that he, you know, even though he's going to lose his title tonight, this and this. WrestleMania hadn't even started yet. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. So he he fucked up on the mic and that was his punishment. And then they gave him that gimmick which come on, if you look back at it you're like what the fuck is this? And he turned it into something good. Though. And he, yeah, he he started having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's you know well, I mean, that's what you got to do because remember when 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 uh, Stardust first, um, I mean, Goldust first came out. You know, that was kind of bizarre, and this was what in the mid '90s when he came out. But yeah, Stardust was him. no Goldust was a freak. No, he was licking Ray Razor Ramon's chest and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Goldust he did was what? Yeah, he licked his chest, and then like his whole move was shattered dreams. So he'd put you in the <laughs> corner and lift your legs up and run at you and kick you in the nuts. Yep. Was that the guy you guys showed me a picture of? Yeah. When he had like, yeah. uh, he was all he had a gold. wig. Yeah, yeah it's gold. It's gold. Oh shit! He had, he, had, he had his girlfriend at the time, Terry Reynolds. Oh, big old titties. Yeah. She was look, look. Eddie just got excited. Like, he's like, <laughs> <"Titties."> <laughs> he's got a pedigree of background of wrestling. Dude. Yeah. He's, oh yeah. When he was in WCW, he was fact. like he was a wrestler, wrestler, yeah. and his dad is um, is the American oh, Dream, who's a, American who's a legend, dream, baby. right? So when they all came to WWE or WWF at the time, they were like, oh, this is great. You know, we're the family and, yeah. you know, Cody's going to come up in a couple of years. And then Vince gave, you know, Dustin that gold dusting and he went straight into it and went, did as much as he could and got over, you know, crazy. Did Had he even um, things with like Hollywood stars and that kind of shit. His dad disowned him. Really? For doing that. Uh, wow. Because it was a little flamboyant. Was yeah. it too flamboyant? Oh, shit. Oh, okay, so yeah, um, yeah, because it was two flame points. No, 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 no. So, so like you know, I said there's gonna be a wrestler coming on later, right? Right. So we have an independent indie re- wrestler right now what? on the Zoom. Corey Castles on here with, with us right now. So you know, how you doing, man? What's going on, dude? Hey. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, Corey Castle. Um, I I call him. Uh, um, he could be the indie uh, Roman Reigns. So, you know, 
awesome dude, awesome wrestler, good guy. So before you came on, we were talking about like like, like the early nineties. We just got done talking about uh, Goldust and you know the craziness that happened with his his dad. Yeah. Um, we're gonna jump into. I don't know if you Rob know about this, but Rock Austin. I don't know that name. Okay, oh. so two different people. Two different people. So, so I'll give you a little summary. So when when the Rock came up, he was Rocky Maivia, fucked up hair haircut, um, was smiling all the time. People didn't so buy it. Glow. Did he have that creepy mustache still? No, 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 no mustache. <laughs> Those little fucking curly like, hairs and shit. It was just bad. Was, was wasn't he like Flex Cavana for like, yeah? The first, when he came out of OBW, yeah, for like maybe like a match or two. And then that didn't work. People didn't like it. And then people started chanting Rocky, uh, Rocky sucks. And, you know. Like every and, time he came out. Yeah. And, and die, Rocky, die. Die, Rocky, die. And for a kid, he was just like, I don't understand what's going on. He, I, I believe in the behind the scenes, he talked to Vince like, you know, what should I do? And Vince is like, fix it. Yep. And so that wasn't really anything. He went to Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson's like, turn it. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, just turn it. So Rock got hurt, came back, and became, you know, the Rock because he started, yeah. like, being bad and talking shit to people and all that awesome Talk, shit. Smelling everything talking that they were cooking. <laughs> talking, yeah, so. Ta- talking, talking about himself in the third, third person. person. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. totally changed things for him. Yeah, so for Wait, him. You think, it, you think with, like, the flashy clothes and those flashy shirts, I guess, uh. Do you think he was kind of playing like a drug dealer? I mean, I mean the Rock didn't. is cooking. His move is called the Rock Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been. That could. That could be it. Yeah, that could be it. So I could see that. Yeah, so Rocky became a thing where this is the first time I've seen some someone quiet a crowd by telling people to be quiet. So you'd have sixty thousand people in an arena, and he'd be like, you know, he'd start doing his catchphrase, and they'd all go along with him. He'd stop. And then everyone would stop. Yep. Then he'd finish, and they would finish up. So, you know, it's... I think Eric just came on, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, when um, then you bring in Austin. Austin wasn't doing anything. Um, he was part of the Million Dollar Man's thing. He was a Million Dollar Champion. No one really cared. Um, and then, and then, and then, and then King of the Ring happened? Then King of the Ring happened. Yeah. And then Austin got his push because Triple H was being punished for well, doing the hug. Before that, I mean, he was with, uh, um, what's his name, the Hollywood Blondes. Yeah, the Hollywood Blondes. Yeah, um, Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman. Pillman. Yeah. Yep. Um, WCW. Yeah. Stunning Steve. Yeah. Rest in peace, Brian Pillman. Um, but, yeah, so Austin came in. He hit that promo. Austin 316 says, I just whooped her ass, and that was it. Who did he Who did he go against? Jake the Snake. Yeah. And this is when Jake the Snake was, like, high on cocaine, like, <laughs> Like, beyond <laughs> how much cocaine you should have. And, yeah. like, he was doing, like, five and six lines and shit. He got pissed off at him, and that's how he started rambling on the interview, saying, like, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's like, this is Austin 316 that just said, I whooped your ass. That came out of, like, nowhere because he was literally legit pissed off. At Jake. Oh, because Bible Jake kept, Michael. oh, yeah, Jake wouldn't. He kept doing uh, Bible verses, right? Well, not just that. Jake wouldn't, like, Jake was in the ring, but Jake wasn't. You know how when wrestlers, well, Corey knows, like when you're setting up for stuff, it's a dance back and forth. So Jake would fall down or not be able to hold himself up, and it was pissing Austin off to a point where, like, dude, it's like, so after the match, he just fucking laid into his ass, and then Austin 316 happened, and at a certain point with Rock and Austin, it was like, back then it was, who's going to be ahead? Who's, who's it's the not, top? Yeah, who's it's not like. The top? Austin was like, I don't, I, I, he, he straight out said, he's like, I'm not going to let anybody else be on top. 
that's the way he kept going about it. And then The Rock came, and then he had to share the spotlight. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and, and then Eddie's favorite, the the Undertaker was there, too, because that's Eddie's favorite. Yes. Uh, so, See, but but, but again, he wasn't, he wasn't, I want to say he was exactly like that, to where he was like, he was there, but it was more of like a, Almost like a governing body. Like, he was like the dad that was hanging out. Undertaker was the dad. Yeah. You, well, if you got in to, trouble, you had to go to Undertaker yeah, court. To talk to the Undertaker. It was, yeah, it was a court. So you got to remember, the Undertaker was more popular, like, right right when that whole Austin and Rocky stuff started to happen. So, But they still wanted to use him because they knew, like, they, he had a good gimmick and he still could make it. So they that's why they kind of pushed some, sometimes for him to be in, in kind of like like a, a three-way um you know, against the the Rocky and uh, um, uh, Stone Cold, because they knew that they had him to kind of help them push the other two. Well, yeah, the Undertaker was used as a as a catapult to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. One he, thing I do and, remember and is the Undertaker breaking his ribs. Well, and he was, and he wasn't, but it wasn't like beneath him to to help work guys. Oh no, he it, it was whatever was making yeah whatever was gonna make the the whole product better. He was willing to do it. I will say, like in the interviews I've seen with. Um, Mark, not the Undertaker, but Mark. Man, this guy seems like a really nice guy. Just like he talks a lot. Again, some of the interviews I've seen with different things, just randomly. Yeah, did you see his episode always, of Rogan? Uh, oh, dude, yeah. I don't know if I saw that one. Yeah, he was he was one hundred percent honest on R- 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 Rogan. Like Rogan was asking him questions, and he was just like, "Yeah, this didn't happen. This person fucking sucks, and this and this." I was like, "Oh, that's awesome." Oh, maybe I should check that one out. <laughs> but he, oh, it's he really awesome. Seemed like a We're nice guy that like was just like. Trying to help out anybody who was under he was like, he was a team guy. Well, yeah, no, he, he was, was a team guy, but he would tell Vince. He would tell Vince, like, well, "Hey, I'm not saying he didn't seem this, like a corporate guy." Well, either. no, no, but he, he would tell Vince, like, "This guy doesn't have it." Like, yeah. there was a guy called uh, Giant Gonzalez. Oh, people yeah. that I've never known. This is a dude who was like seven Jump feet suit. tall. He was seven feet tall, and he wore a suit that was a bodysuit that kind of looked like he had the the bodysuit had hair on it. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Body suit. it was like a buff body. Yeah, like a dad wow. body. Yeah, it was it was oh, a buff, you. like a buff, like body suit. It's like people that wear like the tuxedo t shirt. Gotcha. Or so, like, it was a big or like onesie, the, uh, or like the t shirt that looks like a babe in a bikini, but it's like spray. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, what it was. Uh, yeah, it was so bad. Like it, was, it, it was so bad. But he but he went to Vince before their match at, at WrestleMania and said, "This guy isn't it. Like he won't be here for very much longer." And he was right. He was there for like another month or two, and then he was done. And you guys are talking about like the end of the attitude, or is it the beginning of the attitude? This is the beginning of the attitude. Beginning yeah. attitude. Okay, this is beginning of the attitude as, as, as it's going. Rock and Austin, DX, NWO kind of kicked off, you know, all the attitude era. Uh, WCW pushed Vince into a corner about him losing, you know, his his job, his family livelihood. And when they pushed him into a corner, that's when you got the Hardy Boys. You got Edge and Christian. You got the Dudley Boys who got Sorry, who came the from radicals? ECW. The Radicals. I mean, but it was a different taste from what you were getting from ECW. Like, yeah. So it was a different well, you got to remember, only two guys getting? came from ECW, and then the other two came from uh, from WCW. Yeah, but you had the Hardy at the time. You had what well, the Hardy, Hardy Boys, Boys were home Edge and Christian, Edge and Christian, and then Dudley Boys came from ECW. Poor Gangrel. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Poor grain girl. I'm just waiting. We're going to start talking about the one, two, three kit. Okay, you want to do it? Can, can, can we say there's been life for Gangrel after the business? He's doing fine. Oh, he no. Yeah. Got, oh, no, he no. He just got married. He, he oh, no. He's doing great. He's in school down in Florida. He's doing great. This business is not as terrible to him as the, the fact that he just wasn't. He didn't. He wasn't. He was more of a facilitator for 
the big push that Edge and Christian were getting. Absolutely. Yeah, and he I, he was a veteran in, at the time, so he really held their hands and gave them he gave them the boost they needed in their confidence. Yeah, because someone had said I forgot what it was. Dark side, I forgot who said it, but they were like, I guess Gang at the beginning, Gangrel was supposed to be the person who's supposed to get the push. Right. He was supposed to be the guy, and those other two guys were supposed to be like his lackeys. And then when they saw those two in the ring, it was just like, all right, Gangrel, now you're in the other position of teaching them what they're supposed to do. And then once they get too big, you're pretty much, you know. You're, you're, you you drain they, your gourds. Were they the brood? The brood? Yeah, the brood. Yeah, yeah, the brood. These guys that did all yeah. the vampire theme. Yeah, kind yeah of that's right? him. Yeah. He was Dumping the, the blood. Yeah. It was a dope-ass thing. Like, the, for the, the time. best entrance in oh, wrestling. Dude, best entrance. The, the history of wrestling. The, best entrance. And Game you up. hear that? And they come up out of the stage with fire around them. And then that music hits. And they start walking. Dude, it's so it's. I'll, so I'll go watch it. But I'm still sticking with Undertaker has the best intro. Um, Just the, wait, the for what pay-per-view? Yeah. Uh, okay, so when <laughs> I say the... When WrestleMania I say, 14. WrestleMania 14. I'll give you that one. When, well, I, when I talk Undertaker, I, I'm talking about the Undertaker when he had the fucking brim hat. Yeah. The, the leather yeah. coat yeah. would come out. Like, you know, everything would go dark. Then fire would pop up and he'd just okay. be there. So so there is... So my no, favorite not, not, entrance... Not the American Badass. Yeah. I didn't know I like that. I like that. I enjoyed that. I like that. I enjoyed that stuff. I like the American Badass. Yeah. But, like, so my favorite entrance of the Undertaker was when he fought Shawn Michaels, which is probably one of the greatest matches... Like the WrestleMania one match, the first the first WrestleMania match they had. Well, yeah, they had two in a row. Yeah, at, 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 at twenty five. Thanks, Eric. So that one, where Undertaker Shawn Michaels comes from the heavens, right? Comes down uh, with the beam, comes right. down great, right? Undertaker comes out of hell, yeah. comes from under the stage, walks out, and there's hands pulling at him, but it's like it's it's a silhouette hands as he's walking down the ramp. So it's like, you know, heaven and hell. It's But for me, that was like one of the best combo entrances I've ever seen of them work, work, working off each other. That was dope. Um, what's your favorite entrance, Chunk? Oh, fuck. Good job. Uh, <laughs> Rob? I always got to go with Triple Triple H. Which H, one? The, well, the D-Generation X. Oh, just okay. Out, yeah. I thought you were going to do like the one where he's like, like the, um, the Terminator one. Terminator motorcycle. Yeah. The motorcycle oh, yeah. one's fucking dope where he comes down. Yeah, that was... His, but you ever notice that when, when Triple H has an entrance that's fucking dope, he loses? <laughs> <laughs> like, he did the one with the Terminator, and he lost that match. He got the win with the intro. and like, Yeah, the, he got, got the intro win. Yes, fuck everything else. Yeah. So before we jump off of Triple H, I wanted to say... The way he was introduced to WWF as or WWE as, as the Hunter like Hurst Hunt, Hunter Helmsley when he was a polo player and did everything. Oh, he was oh, like that. Right. Yes. And I'm like, oh, so and then terrible. China was his bodyguard, right? Yeah, that was yeah. In the transition. To yeah, the, and you know, China or uh, Joni Lawler uh, for what she did back then was something that women weren't supposed to do. They were just supposed to be a val. A valet to wrestlers and maybe talk a little bit, but not do anything. She was body slamming dudes. I, I will say, as, as much fun as we can make of China, because there's you know room for that for obvious reasons. She was the at least as far as I could tell, the first one that actually came out and like was a wrestler chick. Yeah. I know there were other wrestler chicks before her, and uh, but she was a huh. I thought somebody was trying to say something, but like, like she like was the first one I at least I remember coming out that was like. Yeah, like this chick is gonna kick your fucking ass. Well, going, and you need to be worried. Going yeah. into it, she was a she was a bodybuilder, right? Yeah, yeah. 
So that's why it was like easy transition into to be able to move around and and throw people. Right. But up um, until that, I'm gonna have... I'm gonna take no, I'm gonna take <laughs> exception to you saying easy. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my bad. My yeah. bad. Yeah. It, but it was. I mean, compared to all the other females, I mean, at least she was able to do it. Right. You didn't expect Miss Elizabeth to run in the ring and start kicking people. She's drop kicking people from top of Macho Man. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No no missile drop kicks. (laughs) (laughs) No, so we so, you know, WCW had, you know, pushed Vince into a corner with, you know, the the formation of the NWO. I believe um, Kevin Nash said it on Broken Skull where he said, you know how I knew WCW was done? He's like, what? He's just like, they put... Um, Ready to rumble? No, not that. That was God fucking awful. <laughs> don't don't mention that shit. You, you know David I really Arquette? Liked, I really liked Ready to Rumble. Yeah, Did you? It was, it was I, a fun I, I movie. I still like it now. Oh my it God. God. No, but I'm talking about the reverberation I, into I don't wrestling. I permission. I'll watch it right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's the reverberation into what was WCW like at that time. Like putting David Arquette over for the WCW yeah, title. That, yeah, that yeah. killed your whole title. Because your title was held by Hulk Hogan pretty much for all of the 90s. Let's be honest. Like, Hulk Hogan, I mean, Goldberg went in there and did it. Giant had it for a little bit. Um, but you're right. You know, when WCW started to go down was when they gave uh, Kevin Nash control of, of uh, when when they when they when they took Goldberg's streak from him, when Kevin Nash booked himself to end Goldberg's streak, that oh, with the taser, the, the death rattle started to go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the, the taser. But I mean, Goldberg's was, yeah, Goldberg had to end at some point. And plus, let's let's be honest here. How the fuck does Goldberg have 172 wins in oh, they, fucking they, three months? Bro, it's a work, dude. Oh, I know it's a work, but I'm just saying, like, if <laughs> anybody could no, count, he did it all on his own. No, but I'm saying the number was a work. So they would turn, they would just like exaggerate the number every other week. Oh, yeah. so that's like, like oh, that's he like, had, that's like he's had uh, five other victories this week that you guys didn't see. Yeah, <laughs> like, that like, was like with Jericho when he talked about WCW Saturday he, night, and then there was WCW Thunder. So you know he was losing then. <laughs> I mean, winning then. You know, and those no, but that, it was crazy because no I, I remember one week like they said Goldberg was at fifty and zero, and I'm like, I've only seen Goldberg like fight like four times. Yeah. Whatever. All right, and the next week he's at eighty and zero, and I'm like, what the? How the fuck did he fight thirty goddamn times in like two weeks? <laughs> you know like, why? He was touring the Indies, and you guys didn't know it. I mean, yeah. that could have been it too. Like but four shows a, a week? No, four shows a night. night? Yeah. Sorry. No, but you, you know, one thing I will remember is I saw a match between William Regal and Goldberg. And William Ringle, real man's man. Yeah, he wrestled Goldberg. He wrestled Goldberg, and Goldberg was out of breath after two minutes. Yeah, and he got, yeah. and they pit, and he William Ringle pissed off the people in the back because you made Goldberg look look bad. <laughs> William Ringle just keep going. And well, I mean, going. William, William, William Ringle. That's how, that's how William Ringle is, though. That's how he is, though. Yeah. Anywhere he goes, he's like that. He's kind of a jerk. <laughs> Yo, did you watch his match with Lance Storm? He told when he totally like bloodied Lance Storm. Oh yeah, he was up. He yeah. Was yeah. Like, He's just bruising the guy. He was just like, hitting him like he, he was like, giving yeah. him like ham hocks, like fucking punching. <laughs> him. I was like, God damn. So yeah, so we, you know, they pushed Vince into a corner and he had to do do something. So at that point, Vince pretty much just told everybody the the things that that the boys think are funny in the back, the things that other people want to see. Fucking go ahead and do it. 
Like mm-hmm. show titties, uh, say suck it, make what, dick whatever. jokes, make whatever. Yeah, there was no whole bar at that yeah. point. Undertaker got to really get into his character, um, doing some demonic shit, fucking Dude, sacrificing the, people. The the corporate ministry era of the Undertaker is like my favorite. It was uh, good. When, when he when he was like, "Where to, Stephanie?" in the limo. Oh yeah, that was good. <laughs> or when he he put her up on the on the. On the sig- yeah. sigil and had her up in the top, yeah. So that was dope. And then Austin came out on I mean, the symbol. Yeah, it was it was on there, but yeah, it He's, wasn't a cross. It was it a w- symbol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that reminds me of something. Uh, when Kurt Angle was being recruited by ECW, they had yeah. done an angle where they, I forgot who it they was. Crucified it? Sandman. Sandman. Yeah, Sandman. Raven. Raven, Raven yeah. crew crucified Sandman, and Kurt Angle was supposed to be in ECW, but he saw that and he's like kind of religious. Well, yeah. still is, but religious at the time. And he was like, "I will never work for you ever," because of them doing that shit. That just popped in my head. Like he said, "Cross." But yeah, so like the corporate ministry had Minion in it, fat ass uh, Viscera. The acolytes. <laughs> was it Viscera or Mabel at the time? No, nah, it was Viscera. Viscera Mabel, Mabel was the v. worst. Big Daddy V could do that too. The um, <laughs> Big so, Daddy V. No, what was he when he was the sexual dude? It was no, Big he Daddy was, V. Was he Big Daddy V? Yeah. That was Big Daddy V. Yeah. Okay, because I remember him wearing like the fucking the, lipstick the, and then that big the, ass the, the shower fucking robe and shit. That car cover as his fucking robe. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> his Fuck, velour jumpsuit. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Um, they had the, had the what? EPA. Yeah, the acolytes are in there too with the shit on the on their chest. The, um, uh, the symbols on their chest. Uh, median, 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 median was in there too. Yeah, so I, I agree with Corey that 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 was a good version of Undertaker. My favorite version of Undertaker was the American Badass one because mm-hmm. I like motorcycles. So for me, <laughs> Eric does not like that version at all. <laughs> I see you shaking his head. He was the worst at American Badass. His oh. matches weren't good. He was out of shape. He was having some like snakeskin weird pants. He just. Well, I think in that era of the Undertaker, I think that's when he learned how to work a little bit better. I think he learned how to sell a little bit more, which like humanized him a little bit. Which like which I thought that was when into, like when mankind like ninety six like mankind feud. I thought that's what kind of that, took him out of that so, moving robotic character into like yeah. more fluid matches with like, mankind. Yeah, uh, but I'd say a huge part of working and learning how to work has a lot to do with learning how to sell. And Undertaker wasn't doing that back in the day. Right. They, oh, no, he this was not having it. This yeah. was like no selling. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? You're just going to, you know, absorb all these hits and no sell, no sell. That's why, like, he had a match with Brett in um, in Madison Square Garden in, like, 91 when Brett was the IC champ. And he was Undertaker was super pumped because he was able, he, able to show everyone that he could work. And, you know, with Brett, you know, Brett makes everyone look good, you know. Yeah, Brett sucks. I don't like Brett. What? Brett's the fucking. I don't like ever. Brett. I don't like Brett. I, I, I think we do not like Brett. His matches are the absolute best. Mm. Did you guys read his book? Yes, yeah, my favorite book. I thought I think, he, had, he has yo. Brett right there. Oh, yeah, right here, brother. I think. I think. I think that's awesome. Uh, list of like favorite pro wrestlers books. Like I love pro wrestlers books. It's all I like. Not all I read, but that's a majority of what I read. Yeah. Right. I'd say probably probably William Regal's book was one one of my favorite ones. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. The Bret Hart one's my favorite of all time. And the Dynamite Kid. Have you ever read the Dynamite Kid's book? No, I don't know. He's too bitter. For Check me. that book out from the British <laughs> I Bulldogs. I don't have time for that negativity. That dude's oh, like dude, that dude's a dick. Man, his that, fucking book. That dude. dude was a dick. Like the Dynamite Kid, he was 
he 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 was on another you, one. You don't even know half of the half. I mean, he he talks about the shit that he did to his wife, like with with detail. It's fucking scary, dude. Well, like the, that's the, the major the major thing about Bret Hart's book. He was like, look. Uh, I might have been cheating on my wife with every sing- in every single town with a different lady. I had girlfriends in every town, and I was in love with them. But at least I wasn't doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> as much. That's good shit. That's good and, shit. And, then, and on top of that, like, in the book, he gives, like, acknowledgments. He's like, yeah, my wife, Julie, helped me write this book. So she must have been like, shit, he was cheating on me with this time. And this time. Like, she was, yeah, that must have been. Put a- own, he put his own self on blast with his Yeah, wife. that must have been a fucked up, like, proofread. <laughs> Like, could you see me if I made any mistakes? Wait a minute, you fucked man. It's like, it's like, don't don't read that chapter. I'll get somebody else on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, did I spot three right here? <laughs> so, um, as we get into like the attitude era and guys are doing stuff crazy, um, the WrestleMania where Edge and Christian and the Hardys and the Dudley Boys went at it was just fucking amazing. Those dudes were just like, I, I believe the, the first TLC. Yeah. So in the nineties, it was hey. Guys would go out there and then come back and be like, top that. There, there, there would be a thing like, top that. Yeah. And now it's not like that, obviously, because it's super, like, just produced and, like, you can't do this, you can't do this. Like, no one else can do a, head, a, head, a, a headlock now because Roman Reigns does the guillotine. So I read that from a thing right now that – go ahead, Corey. Well, Sean's the one that started that top that. He was, he, I mean, he was in the main events saying top that. When oh, yeah. you know, saying like, "Why are you? You know, you're the last show. No one could top it, actually. So how the fuck can you say top that? <laughs> but yeah, Sean was the one notorious for saying top yeah. that. So so now it's different. But back then it was just like, hey, you guys, we went out there, you know, tore down the house. There were smackdowns that were better than some like pay per views, mm-hmm. where it was like guys oh, were yeah. wrestling and going crazy at each other, and you know that was dope. And then you get into a point where Rock and Austin start main eventing WrestleManias, and I'm a huge I, Rock I, fan. I, I have to say. One of the coolest things I ever got to do was I got to go to WrestleMania 15 in Philadelphia and see Rock and Austin headline that show. That yeah. was that was uh, I guess was that that, was that wasn't his that wasn't the Rock's I mean sorry, that wasn't that was the second WrestleMania in a row that that Austin won the heavyweight championship. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Austin was, beat Rock twice. Straight, he beat Rock twice. And that was the and that was the big tagline for the third ones because you never beat me at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. A bit. Austin was out of shape no, no, in the third one. And in fifteen, in fifteen, it was the second WrestleMania in a row where he won the title. But the first time, the time he won Rock fourteen, he won it from he won it from Michaels. Yeah, yeah. He that's when uh, then, uh, Tyson was, was was there. Mike Tyson. Yeah, he yeah, knocked the out. Has, right? And then yeah. I think. 19 WrestleMania 19 was their their third match. That was was it? The Rock, yeah, because the Rock last. One. Yeah, because it was um, Rock Hogan at 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 18, and 19 was Rock Austin. So yeah, the the Rock for a long time was just like he was the major like ticket going like Rock Hogan. That is the one of the loudest like things I've ever seen, where mm-hmm. people were chanting Rocky and people were chanting Hulk Hogan like back and forth back and forth and then people start booing the rock because he was hitting hogan it's hogan's a nostalgia feel yeah. yeah i get that but you know you would think like all the young kids that uh were growing up on the rock and it's hogan really young 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 kids usually get introduced with wrestling by by timeline 
So, like, like if I'm introducing one of my kids into wrestling, I show you Hogan and I show you Flair and I show you like other stuff first, and then I get you in, into the other stuff. So, like, people started chanting for Hogan, and then that kind of killed the whole NWO thing. So, hmm. you know, it's, yeah. Well, that that was the, they. Well, he he came out in his old colors. To no. that match, Hogan he wasn't. He wasn't in yeah. that. No, Hogan was, ho- no, he was Hollywood. Hollywood. He was in Hollywood. Was he? Yeah, he was Hollywood. He was, he was Hollywood. Oh shit! I Hogan that didn't go back until he went to SmackDown. Yeah, all black. Oh. Yeah, Ho- Hogan didn't go back to the other shit until like l- later on. I hate Hogan, Mister Mister America. Yeah, I, I hate fucking Hogan. <laughs> I heard so many. I sorry. What, what's what's up, Corey? I don't like that word. Just the H word. Okay, sorry. I I dislike. Hulk Hogan in a, in, a, in a very very strong way, to where if he was on fire, I wouldn't pee on him. Is, is that better? That that, that better? Because I've well, seen what? No. I mean, I bet you. I bet you somehow he'd he'd sue you and make money. I bet he would. You didn't pee on him. I I I, I bet he would. I bet he would. But yeah, there's there's Where's there's, Kelly? there's we talked about that earlier too. <laughs> so there's there's a lot of stories that I've heard from from other wrestlers and other people that like Hulk Hogan is just is just out for himself and just he's a piece, you know. I heard he's a tool. Is what I heard. Um, I guess he made lots of people lots and lots of money. Oh yeah, no, he made he made lots of people money, he changed but changed the business. So I don't want to. I don't want to shit on Hogan at all. I think uh, I think Hogan is important for what pro wrestling was to pop culture and what pro wrestling became. It wouldn't have become that had Hulk Hogan not existed and being what Hulk Hogan is. Not to say that I think he's the best or anything, but the fact that I've spoken to wrestlers, I've been in the in the locker rooms with wrestlers who've been in the ring with him and told me and explained to me the feeling like when he rips that shirt off, the way that crowd is. Once in a lifetime feeling they've never felt before and they'll never feel again. Yeah, no, as a wrestler and a person, a symbol for the business, I'll be like, yes, Hulk Hogan is necessary and he's great and he's awesome. As a person, from what I've heard from other people, as a person, not the greatest dude. Well, yeah, well, but that's he true. Invented, he kind of invented politicking in wrestling. Yeah, sure. yeah. He mastered it, that's for sure. <laughs> no, I was just going to say that's true in a lot of like industries of things. You know, the people that have progressed something uh, to the next level aren't not are not necessarily the best people, you know. Um, uh, as we're talking about Hogan right now, I'm he just what we're talking about. You could replace Hulk Hogan with Gene Simmons from Kiss, and it essentially sounds like the same thing. Just horrible people for sure, but advance their industry to the next level, you know, is what it sounds like to me at least. Yeah, well, some, sometimes just, when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside, <laughs> <laughs> and and. One thing I wanted to talk about because Beige had mentioned about um, you know seeing seeing wrestling where it just jumped out of the screen and just was incredibly loud. The match I thought about was Ultimate Warrior versus uh, Hulk Hogan in WrestleMania Six. That match lasted forever, and when they walked out of the ring, Ultimate Warrior had no face paint on, and you just saw. Him. Yeah, but everybody was staring at Hulk Hogan. Oh yeah, no, no. It wasn't it even was, about the Ultimate Warrior. That, that was the, that was the truth. Yeah, that's Hulk Hogan's version of the story. Yeah. I mean, they weren't staring at his warrior was super over, but and everyone was all about warriors mystique. Yep. Don't let that Hogan propaganda fool you. Bro. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> all Hogan propaganda. Warrior <laughs> was they fucking were like, like it was the second coming of Jesus, even though it wasn't. But. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Real quick, like 
if 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 you guys can say um when you started watching wrestling and if like a family member got you into it what when was that whatever uh, I, I got it in, in 83 okay yeah. mine was mine was, yeah, was 87 yeah mine, mine was 87 because i was like two yeah i was i was right around that Shit, time. i was probably probably like late 90s okay so I think smackdown smackdown yeah smackdown when it like just after first started was the fist there Yes. Okay. No, 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 no. It was the it was the Ovaltron. Yeah. Oh, Ovaltron. It was okay. The Ovaltron. All right. Yes. Yeah, Smackdown started in two thousand. Yeah. So his his, his oh, okay. Your, so your it's two thousand. Yeah. All I remember it was like it was like probably about fifth or sixth grade in elementary school because I didn't know anything about. It, but my friends would always come to school talking about Raw, and I didn't have cable, so they're like, "Oh, there's Smackdown." So I was able to watch that. Oh, so you were yeah. you were. A blue brander. Yeah. I, was like, hey, I had no choice. And then I watched Sma- uh, Raw in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> Channel 56. Yeah. Is, that, is that Telemundo? Yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing that, though. Yeah. Like, hey, wait. You have to listen real closely uh, for English. Yeah. yeah gotcha. I grew gotcha. up. I grew up with an older brother, so... Saturday night's main event was, I think it was on Channel 4 at the time. And when that hit, it was like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, and you were just like... Oh, this is this is gonna be awesome, and that was wrestling for me. And then that and Sunday Sunday morning, I want to say at noon, uh, Sunday morning wrestling was on too. And I was like, dude, how do they do this so often? It was awesome. Back, I was a little kid. So oh well, back great. in the day, I believe they used to wrestle what three hundred days a year. Yeah, when they did that Iron Sheik uh, for 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 Vince, it used to be 300, 310 days a year. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, it's funny as I remember yeah. the Saturday Night Live SmackDown or whatever it was called. I don't know if I remember the Sunday Saturday stuff. Saturday Night Made Event. Saturday Night Made Event. Made event. Made event. Yeah. I remember that. It's not I, as bad as Matt Mac Mahomes, so it's okay. Go ahead. So, so, so Corey didn't hear this because so, Corey came in later. So, oh. what it was is we had a wrestling, you know, uh, thing earlier when we, when we first started this podcast, right? So yeah. Eric was there. Um, season one, isn't it? Yeah, season, 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 one. season one. Season one. So we're going all right, and like Eli starts. To do like a diatribe on like wrestling, so he's he, and Eli doesn't know anything about wrestling at all. So he started. He's reading off something, right? And he's reading it, and, he's, and it sounds like if you're listening to it, Eli knows what the fuck he's talking about. So then he gets. <laughs> so then he gets to like, oh, you know, Vince created this and Vince did this. Like, oh, okay, cool. Then he goes to say Vince McMahon's last name, uh, which is McMahon, and Vince, and he says man. what, Eli? Ahem, <clears throat> ahem. Mac Mahomes. Calls him Mac Mahomes. But says it with <laughs> such fucking fiber that it's just like we me and Eric as wrestling fans just look at him with like evil intention. Like the fuck did you just say, dude? Jesus Christ. Oh, this- that's the traditional Irish pronunciation of the name. <laughs> sir, sir. He turned in Irish to Iranian in one swoop. Yeah, right? Mac just it was just so- Mac Mahomes. I just knew there were eyes involved. That's yeah, all I Yeah, it was just it was just so fucking bad. So yeah, Corey, that's where that joke anytime wrestling comes up, we just look at Eli. Mac Mahomes. Mac Mahomes. It's just, it's, just, it's fucking bad. And it was so bad because, like, I have friends who are actually diehard wrestlers, like, always diehard wrestling fans. And, like, Eli, you had one fucking job, bro. Yeah. One job. He, he, if you needed he help, talked, you could have called me. You yeah. I could have helped you out. Read that out loud for you, brother. Mac Mahomes, what is wrong with yeah. you? And, Eli, Eli talked, like, three times on that episode, and that was the third time that was it. And that was it. I cut his mic after that. That was, that was the end of the fucking thing. It was just so You'd bad. Be like, I knew it was McMahon. I just was messing with you guys. Yeah, no, he didn't even he didn't even do that save. Sure. He just, he just make sure you can't th- caught that one. So as we, I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit. So as we jump ahead past Rock Austin a little bit, and then we get to uh, WCW folding because they were a shit show, and the only person they ever pushed really 
was Goldberg. And that was it. Like, everybody that they had pushed was WWE guys that had jumped to WCW, and those guys were all old. So after a while, you you get tired of seeing, like, the retirement home on on, on TV every well, single week. you had what? You also had, what, Diamond Dallas Page. You had Booker yeah, T. Yeah, but they didn't push them after a while. Booker got pushed once other guys started getting hurt and didn't want to show up to TV anymore because they were, already, they were getting paid. They were just going to get paid. At that point, they started pushing a lot of uh, the NWO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what was you know, just like two or three guys ended up fucking like, well, you want, here's a shirt. You can have one. You want to join? Here you go. Well, yeah. Some people said after a while that it, it got to a point where like, you want to get beat up by the NWO every week? They're like, no. All right, just join. So it went from being like five, six guys to like 30 fucking guys in the NWO. And, and you, had, you had the Latin version. Yeah. You, you got the, the LWO, the Wolfpack. <laughs> yeah. The LWO was Latino world order. Just. <laughs> so you didn't know that, gentlemen. I, I, I did. I, I put that together. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they, it you. just it just splintered. Plus, they didn't have any direction. They gave Vince Russo. If you don't know him, he's he's a mind for for wrestling. He just has to be controlled because hmm. that's that, that's what Vince used to do. He'd be a think tank, and they would throw ideas at Vince, and Vince would be like yes or no or whatever. The problem is Russo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So Russo wow. has a great mind for the business. Oh. But it, yes, he <laughs> no, does. He it's like Jim Cornette. He has a great mind for the business, too. So does Paul Heyman. But it has to be put in check. Yeah, it has to be put in check. But they don't know how to go after that idea. And that's where Vince was like, okay, that's our stuff good, but I need to change it because if you continue going that path, it's just going to be shit. Well, yeah, Judy Bagwell on a pole match kind of kind of shows you what, what that was. Viagra on a pole match. Yeah, Bro, the Viagra. West Texas Rednecks was ratings. What? But Russo wasn't booking that. That's true. That's still, still yeah. cool. No, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, so WCW <laughs> gets bought out by uh, WWE, and the invasion angle happens. And if you're a wrestling fan, this is your fucking dream. Yep. It's like cool. We're gonna see Goldberg. Yeah, we're gonna see Goldberg fighting Austin. Sting? We're gonna see The Rock versus Sting, or Sting versus The Undertakers. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Scott Steiner, yeah. right? Yeah. Big Papa, Big, Big Pump. Papa Pump. Who's? Uh, you see the part where his fucking bicep exploded? That's oh, fucking, yeah. gross. That fucking gross. But yeah, uh, so he's a super freak, nice guy. The freak. I might that do like twice. He's a super nice guy. Hmm. Big Papa Pump. He's, yeah. Um, I don't know to you, but to me he was cool. <laughs> to me he was cool. I don't know. He was cool. He signed some shit for me. He was talking to me. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. You got, you got <laughs> my good day. Like how Corey's just like, okay, he's an asshole, but whatever. <laughs> uh, I, was, I, I was on the show with him once. Oh, you were? I, and yeah, and uh, the guy that he was working with, he was being a real jerk too. But uh, uh but. He's a big deal, and some indie guys are just little insignificant pieces of shit. So, <laughs> so remember, that's what so, they said about so AJ Styles drew, too. If you, drew, if you drew lots of money in the nineties, uh, you're way better than anyone at any independent wrestling show. He's just trying to still keep his persona in place. Mm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that was good shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's good shit. Um, so yeah, so uh, you didn't get any of that. You got Booker T. Um, you got Scott Stasiak. Oh, you got. Oh, he was um, trash. Yeah. You, well, who else did you get? He was meat. He was meat. He was meat. That's what his name. He was black as meat too. Yeah. His his fucking his name in WWE when he came over from WWE was meat. No, he was meat first. Oh, was then meat he first. got fired. Yeah, and then, then he came back. Yeah. Yeah. Then he came back. M E A T. Yeah. Yep. Um, no, no, M E A T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he 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 was uh he was managed by P M S. Yeah, was, uh, he was. Which was Jackie and <laughs> Terry Rose. What do you mean? Jackie and Terry, 
Yeah. And it was Terry Reynolds and Jackie. And yeah. then they, like, they like dosed him with Viagra before a match. <laughs> yeah, so he had a, he had a, a big ass boner and shit. Yeah. great mind. Yeah, that was Vince Russo, yeah. So, so he's out there in his fucking wrestling trunks, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to remember there there was Val Venus too. Yes, who oh, used to be a porn star. Yeah, like hello, ladies, like yeah. that. Yeah, Val Venus. Just well, what was the other one? Wasn't there a ravishing Rick, Rick Rude. remote? Wait, was it? Yeah, Rick ravishing Rick, Rick Rude? Yeah. Rude, there it was. Yeah. With the gyration. Yes, yes. It was fucking. <laughs> like, I remember his very chest and mustache. Like that generation's version of ravishing. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like, he did the okay. same gyration. Yeah. But side note of this. There was a guy who's not in WWE anymore, Velveteen Dream. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. great wrestler, yeah, young, awesome, did something fucking stupid. Um, but, like, he came out once, all about showmanship. a little voice. Yeah, all, showmanship. He had what um, what he used you know, to, Ravishing McRude used to do. He put the wrestlers on his trunks. So he okay. airbrushed the wrestlers' faces all over his trunks. When he fought somebody else, he put the person's, uh, uh, like what um, Ravishing did with the Ultimate Warrior, he put the dude's girlfriend on his crotch. Yep. Like her face <laughs> on his crotch. Yeah. Yeah, Jake the Snake's wife. Yeah, so it was just, you know, Velveteen Dream, another wrestler, you know, that was awesome, was great. Um, from what I heard, I don't know if it was true or not, but he got in trouble for messing with an underage girl. Mm. I don't know if that's true or not. Oh, it was or, a little boy. It was oh. a boy? Okay, there was a boy then. Well, so if I he mean, would have been a teacher, it would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> just, just move him to a different parish. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, just move him down the street. Move him down the street. Fuck it. From what I understand, that joke needed to be here last week. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. That, now, no, that would have been good with that dude. That, that yeah. Uh, no. Uh, so yeah. So you you got none of those matchups. When the invasion angle happened, what they do with those guys? Because this would happen. AT and T, I believe, bought or merged with Ted Turner. Ted Time Warner, Time Warner. Okay, so Time Warner had it right. So Goldberg, Ric Flair, Ric Flair came later. Um, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, all these dudes that were big names in WCCW were getting paid to stay home. Yeah, they had contracts that fully guaranteed out from Time Warner. Fully, fully guaranteed, so they didn't have to leave. They were good. Yeah, man. Good for them, really. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. As a, as a person, as an entrepreneur, as somebody who wants to make money, I'm all about that. That get your money. They raise the pay scale. Everything is awesome. As a fan, you're just like I fucking hate you guys. Sorry, I don't want to use the word hate. You guys suck. So I want to, you know, just more or less like that is like is I hated that. Sorry. So you know, what? I mean, even Rey Mysterio stayed home and took the money. Yeah, I know. You know, for me. For me, you know what I really hated was uh, the cruiserweight division was like the best it. in WCW. Well, right? yeah, that was my favorite wrestling was that WCW cruiserweight division: Rey Mysterio, Jericho, Malenko, Guerrero. Yeah. I, matter of fact, I was at Halloween Havoc '97 with the Rey Mysterio Eddie Guerrero match '97. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, that would be a perfect wrestling best matches that they had. So me thinking, okay, you guys got these guys. WWE at that time was trying to compete with that. I'm like, cool. Look what you got now. Like, well, they didn't. Well, they didn't have to compete anymore. They had the, the company was gone. They, they knew they WWE knew that the cruiserweight division was the hottest kind of ticket for them in WCW. 
That's where they were losing a lot of the ratings because that's but, by the time that by the time WWE had WCW, the cruiserweight division was dead. There was oh, yeah. only like one or two good guys, Chavo Jr., and uh, he ended up becoming the Hurricane. But other than that. That cruiserweight division was Helms. dead, dude. Helms, yeah. Hey, I will tell you this. Helms. Remember three count? Yeah, I remember three count. Yeah, oh, my God. Dude, those dancing fucking goofballs. Um, so Evan Courageous. Yeah, so Helms <laughs> was given that superhero gimmick in WWE, and fucking yeah. he killed it. Like, Hurricane Helms, he being able to be put with The Rock, and The Rock calling you the hamburglar, and then him just showing yeah, up he, in the locker room. beat The Rock. Yeah, he beat The Rock. Like, he beat The Rock this, this on Raw. This could be a king. Has a little ding-a-ling. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude. But that was the thing. Vince liked Hurricane. What he had done so much, he put him with the biggest star on Raw. And let them two just Dude, not only each that, other. he was the, uh, the the third biggest merch mover. It was yep. Rock, Austin, and Hurricane. It's crazy. They moved dude. the most merch that year. Yeah, um, it, it was. It, yeah, you know, but that uh, took, that helped take off because because he was a big comic book person. Well, that so too. That, so, so he just took kind of different personalities of, of different those, superheroes. Yeah, yeah, and then just created Dude, Hurricane. When when he would disappear, like when he they'd be like he'd be like oh uh, I hear something and he like you hear boom. Like he would, he would yell "boom" and fucking leave the screen. Like it was, it was, it was great. Hurricane was, was fucking awesome. Um, when he hit people, he'd say "pow" or what? No, I don't think he did that. That's crazy. Don't though. be a dick, Rob. <laughs> I never heard of this hurricane. He yeah, would, he would goozle people like he would yeah. give them a joke. Yeah, so like, there'd be like so he had the power to do. Like, yeah, so bigger, he was in the ring once. Yeah, he was in the ring once with Austin and Triple H, right? Way bigger guys than oh, him, yes. and he went to choke them both. <laughs> and, like he's sitting there holding them both, like like, and they just fucking look at him and beat well, his ass and throw him out the ring. They just flex their Yeah, it was it was it was pretty damn funny. That, that dude was comedy. But back to that. So the invasion angle didn't work for me. I, I never thought WWE was going to lose. I don't know if anybody else here thought WWE was going to lose. It's just like you had you had the Undertaker, you had Kane, you had The Rock, you had Chris Jericho. That was the, that side, right? The big, yeah. the big, uh, big show. Yeah, yeah, big, big show. And then the other side, Kurt Angle. Sh- yeah, Kurt Angle, Angle, Stone Cold. Yeah, uh, Shane, uh, Booker T, and um, I want to say it wasn't Diamond. No, 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 no. Yeah, they, they, were, were, they were babies. Yeah, Batista, Randy Orton, Cena, and Shelton were all babies. Yeah. They're OVW. Yeah, they're all in OVW coming up, and that was OVW was like I think what I think that's the greatest crop to come out because yeah. it was them, and then in NXT well, you had Dolph Ziggler was in OVW too. Yeah, we yeah. talk about that ever. Well, yeah, but he but he no, came Bobby out with Lashley. he came out with Bobby the Spirit Lashley Squad though. He came out with the Spirit Squad, so I think that kind of kills his whole you know. <laughs> No, he wasn't Spirit Squad yet. He was Spirit Squad when he was in WWE. Well, yeah. WWE. Oh, he was in the OVW. <laughs> no, but like um, the OVW was really small and shitty, but it produced some of the best fucking talent. Like Shelton Benjamin, if you haven't seen, I put one of the, the matches on, on, on the Ibble thing. Like the dude where, could go. What, what were they called? Him and Lesnar, the stretching crew? Him and Lesnar? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Minnesota OVW. stretching crew. Yeah, Minnesota, Minnesota uh, stretching crew. Yeah. Um, you had Cena, a young Cena, uh, the prototype. Yeah, you had Randy Orton, a nineteen-year-old uh, Randy Orton that went AWOL to go do wrestling. No, he didn't go AWOL to go do wrestling. He's no, he went, went AWOL. AWOL. He went AWOL. He got into wrestling. Yeah, then he got into wrestling. 
Because he, he doesn't go to he doesn't go to Didn't jail. Cena start off as kind of like a military? Wasn't that his no. thing? No. Cena was the prototype. He, yeah. So he was supposed to be something, whatever. Oh. Yeah, he was like a robot kind of thing. Oh, I got you. And okay. then when he came, WWE he was just like weird. And then he's his one promo when he was he's here for Ruthless Aggression. What what can you provide? He said, you know, ruthless aggression, and then uh, Cena was a rapper, and then oh, the next, that's right, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, that, that. Yeah, he was a rapper more, that put more oomph to the fist coming out of the Titan Tron. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he was a rapper, and then he became, you know, John Cena. You can't see me. Randy Orton came out. He was okay, but just looked like he was a little kid. Um, then he got paired up with Triple H and Ric Flair, and there was Evolution. And, and he and became Batista. the Legend Killer. Well, Batista came later. Mm. Um, Evolution was started by Triple H and Ric Flair and they brought in Randy Orton because he was a young up and comer and then they were going to bring in Mark Jindrek and he fucked that over yeah um, Orton is the son of a of old 80s wrestler yeah. right yeah. too yeah. Bob Orton Cowboy Bob Orton Cowboy Bob now it just that just brought back fucking Hacksaw Jim Duggan from here for some reason <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah cool. Well, Randy Orton's grandfather was also a yep. 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 Oh, shut Jr. up, really? Yeah, he's, he's, he's a third generation. Oh, yeah. Him and The Rock are the only third generations that I, I know of. Because I know Ron No, Chavo. Chavo. Chavo, yeah. Jr. Chavo. And mm. Dominic Mysterio. Dominic is, Dominic is too, actually. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, Dominic is, though. He is. He's not in the same no, category well, as him, no, but... second generation. No, he's second Is he second? Because, well, well, because... Ray Mysterio Sr. was actually Ray Mysterio Jr.'s uncle. Uncle, right? Yeah, he's his uncle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Dominic is second. So there's only two wrestlers that are third gen. I guess you can say he's the third generation if you think about it. I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know. <laughs> well, it's like The Rock. If you want to go third generation with The Rock, it, you know, his grandfather and his dad obviously yeah. is not his, you know. He's but, technically like, like. But they call it third generation. And, and his daughter generation. is going to be fourth. So his, his daughter is going to be the first fourth generation superstar. The Rocks? Yeah. yeah. No, we had it. Yeah, she's training at the. Oh yeah, center. She's she's she, she's training right now, but I don't think she's gonna do well because she's already had two knee knee surgeries already, mm. and she's like twenty already. Yeah, that's why she didn't. You're she was supposed to. First, folks, <laughs> she's not gonna do well. Well, no, I'm just saying, just because like usually when somebody has a, a history of like knee, knee knee problems, and Corey, you know better than anyone here, like having bad knees. Hitting the ropes or hitting the canvas enough is gonna fuck your knees up even more, and you know, look at Nia Jax or Nia Jax. She sucks. I don't like her. She's a horrible wrestler. Well, well she's she beat people ass. She's the reason I have knee well, injuries well, is that big. They called her bad Nia. Bad, bad Nia. Nia, got you. Bad, bad Nia. Nia. Oh, bad Nia. Uh, Nia uh, Nia <laughs> Jax is is the reason why Becky Lynch uh, got over. In the first place. Oh, After that, it was all her. She Shut busted up. her face. She broke her fucking face, dude. What? Yeah. She no, fucked they up. Were supposed to, she was going for the title, and then they invaded when they came to SmackDown. SmackDown in- and, invaded. And they just and they just raided them in the ring, and she turns around fucking, what was it? Cole Cox, dude. Yeah, really? and fucking bust her nose. So she's going, starting to move out to the crowd once they start pulling away, and her face is just all bloody, but she got pulled from the title match. Hmm. So she's bloody and shit, and she just keeps and like putting her hands up, like going like what Austin did. You don't know, but Austin and uh, Bret Hart. There's an iconic picture, a shirt where Austin is bleeding profusely, and he's in the sharpshooter, and he's inching his head up, and all you see is blood running down yeah. his face. But Austin won't tap out, and he ends up passing out. Yeah, thirteen. He's yeah, yeah. He's and he'd, he'd rather he rather yeah. pass out than tap out. Wow. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't discuss with you. Uh, because I asked you guys all, and I didn't answer the question myself, but I asked you, 
like when you started getting into wrestling and if it's somebody like if somebody in your family got you into it uh me i didn't have anybody in my family and still don't have anybody in my family who likes wrestling at all so it was all just me who found it but i say the first match that made me go like oh, i want this to be a part of my life was probably probably brett Breton and steve austin at wrestlemania 13 and then uh, I kind of, I kind of didn't commit to it as much as I meant to, and what got, what like hooked me, hooked me was the first Hell in a Cell, which was uh, oh, yeah. the Undertaker mm. and Shawn Michaels oh, and the debut of Kane. Yeah. yeah, when Kane ripped the door off. So ninety-seven was an amazing year. Yeah, yeah, was it was. So Undertaker's in the ring, and you hear this ominous fucking the lights go out. And then you hear this There's ominous flames. fucking music. You see flames on the yeah. Titantron back. And then you see red going up and down. You see Paul Paul Bear walk out. And then... Kane lives, dead man! Kane lives! <laughs> <laughs> That's what you heard. And then Kane comes down to the ring, and he's fucking gigantic. So this used to be the Isaac Gankum guy that you're talking about. Kane okay. comes down to the ring, and he's yoked up. Comes and rips the fucking door off the hinges and gets in the ring. Fake Diesel. Fake Diesel, yeah, uh, and he beats the shit out of the Undertaker. So, yeah, it was the first time where you saw the Undertaker actually, besides Yokozuna be beating him up, first time you saw the Undertaker actually being manhandled. Uh-huh. So, uh, what got me into uh, enjoying wrestling was Glow. Really loved some Glow. Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Yes. If we could get into that a little <laughs> bit, that, I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. Ivory. Uh, well, actually, it's funny because what uh, I, I did watch Netflix, Glow as a kid. My dad liked to watch series. it. He's talking about, is it the, the Netflix, Netflix series? No, no, the actual, the actual, oh, the actual Glow. The, 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 actual the, the, the actual one. The shit that the Netflix series was based on. No, because uh, I remember it used to be on Sunday morning, so I'd watch it with my dad. And uh, I remember the last up we saw it because we saw some chicks like, elbow or her leg get dislocated like on TV like it was legit freaking they just snapped this girl just fucking dropped her fucking leg or something just you saw the shit bend the way it wasn't supposed to and then I never saw glow on TV ever again (laughs) wow (laughs) but glouch but I liked glow glow I thought was cool when it was on I mean like yeah I mean it was chick so it was kind of cool in that sense but like I mean they were still beating the shit out of them and it wasn't like they were all just pretty chicks you know they had the uh uh, Mount Fuji, I think her name was like, and the fabulous Mula. Fabulous Mula. Yeah. Well, fabulous Mula was a, like a wrestler back in the day, though, too, right? Fabulous Mula was made for radio. Chet is one. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, yes, I know what you're saying. She is There's uh, pro wrestling on the radio. Yeah. There's an arm drag, Mula. She's she's beautiful. Somebody in the stands like, no, she's not. All right. No, she's not. Yo, did you ever see that uh, the dark side of the ring with her? Oh, yeah. With Mula, oh, yeah. dude, she yeah. was insane. She used to pimp chicks. Yeah, she used to yeah. pimp chicks out, dude. Yeah. Shut up, really? Yeah. So she had a compound because Mula was huge, like back then. She was just like she was, was the she standard like, for women. She yeah. was women's champion for like thirty like, years. Fucking well, she thirty was, like, years, the dude. Only woman wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't yeah. She? yeah. So what she would do is women who wanted to be wrestlers would go down to her farm or a compound, and she would like give them drugs and shit, and like pimp them out and oh, all kinds. Shit. Dude, it's super fucked up. Like that whole like dark side of the ring Let thing was alle- yeah, allegedly, even though they had witnesses, but allegedly she had done all this shit. And it is like soup. Like Mula is. WWE oh, like was, clouded that, was, that shit of her like the bad shit that she had done. I'm pretty sure she did some. I don't think she did all that bad shit, but I'm pretty sure she did. She I'm did pretty sure she did all that bad shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't uh, Moolah that was the the longtime champion. It was uh, May Young. 
Mullah. It was Mullah. No, Mullah. That was May Young. No, May Young carried her bags. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. that was her ch- the blonde chick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the one who had the sex one, with Mark. Mark, Mark oh, she didn't have sex with Mark Henry, but she was with Mark <laughs> Henry, and hit. they made the glove. They made the glove. <laughs> that was another uh, Russo fucking um, thought right, right there. That was it's gross. <laughs> Kane having sex with a dead uh, uh, dead woman. That was that was also Katie Vick. Yeah, that was Katie Vick. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but to Russo's credit, he was gone already, so he didn't do that. Well, no, he didn't do that. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't do that. Or the hand. He didn't do I that. Blame it on Russo, but it wasn't. <laughs> Eric hates uh, Russo for some reason. Why do you hate Russo so much? Uh, I hate eh? Russo. Why do you hate him? Russo Goldberg. Those are, I was my, those are my. Uh, well, I don't like Goldberg either. It's just like I never thought Goldberg had talent. I just think Goldberg well, he had to train by his career because he didn't know how to work. Well, that so too. That's why I like, I yeah, but with- Goldberg had the WCW train behind him, and once he had that, he went with it. I mean, I can't hate on that. I mean, he's not a good wrestler. He was garbage, and he was boring. He had some good matches here and there, but for the most part, he was just Wait a minute. Give me a, okay, give me a good Goldberg match. Give me one. Him and DDP, Halloween Havoc 98. That was DDP, that though. Was a great match. That was DDP. Huh? DDP held that match together. Goldberg held this part too. You can't front. Oh, and then uh, Goldberg and Jericho in nine in two thousand and three. It was like bad blood or something. Jericho carried him again, but it was still you know Goldberg did his part. Yes, I mean I hate Goldberg, but I'm I'm just telling you you know I'm calling a spade. <laughs> What's yeah, up, Corey? If someone led him by the nose, he could have a good match. All due respect to Goldberg, I think he was just always very passable. I think that was it. Like I don't think, but that DDP match was a good match. But- but I think, like, the, the the thing is, like, back then, back then, being passable was fine. And, right. And, like, look at, like, he was a better wrestler than, like, Lex Luger. <laughs> right? That's uh, not true. Uh, Luger in 87, 88, 89, before the arm injury, because Luger had that metal plate in his arm. So, at that time, Luger was dog shit. And all he did was a clothesline and, like, a, a, a chin lock. But if you look at his shit in 87, 88, yeah. 89. Like Corey shaking any, his head. Like, no. any he was Lex holding Luger it down. Match, any Lex Luger match, you look at him, he's, ah! ah like, <laughs> he's just, like, Watch his shit with Flair, Sting. <laughs> no, dude, that's Flair. See, see, that's, see, see, Eric, like, I, I get what you're saying. I 100% get what you're saying. But when you're in the room, when you're in the ring with guys like Flair, when you're in the ring right. with guys like, Lee even Blanchard, now. Arn, yeah, totally. even, even now. If, if someone, if you have a bad match now with, like, Cassidy or um, Osprey or AJ Styles. If you have a bad match with any of those dudes, put Orange Cassidy in the in the dude same realm. Dude, I'm talking yeah, about Orange in Cassidy AEW. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. AJ I'm talking, Styles. Yeah, but I went through three different pr- pr- promotions. So in in AEW wrestling, I think CM Punk is too old. And I think age has no, crept up on him. Great fucking matches. No, but I, I think it's creeping up on him to a point where he's not like, like there. So Cassidy's matches are better. He's not usually, you know, like doing crazy shit. But his matches tell good stories, dude. I think Cassidy's better though. You don't like Cassidy because of the. Cassidy's not better than you. you no, Eric just doesn't like him. Eric just doesn't like Cassidy right now. But fine, fine. We'll take Cassidy out of that. So if you do Osprey. And you do AJ Styles. If you have a oh, bad match with any of those guys, with any of them, or White, Jay White, you do bad match, then they can have a good match with anybody. I could put a broomstick in the ring, and they'll have a good match with that. 
Jericho's in that same realm, old Jericho, not Jericho now. Could have a good match right. with damn near anybody. So I think having Goldberg in the match with them, Lex Luger in the match with them, they would do great. My thing is, like, Lex Luger was a wrestler where you turned the channel. You know, Kevin Nash turned the channel. I told you, 87, 88, 89, Lex, he was having good matches. He And he was leading the matches, even against, like, Brian Pillman. Like, when Brian Pillman was a rookie, uh, Ricky Steamboat. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lex was doing his thing. He, he, he Yes, Lex became dog shit later on. Like, just the dribbling shits. He was awful. But at, at 87, 88, 89, Lex was holding it down. So Okay. My my point basically was back then the back then they made body guys passable just to yes, push yes. them and draw crowds like that's why Sid yes. was a big deal absolutely like that was why right. Lex was a big deal that was Hogan was just like Hogan yeah everything was just like make them passable they'll they'll push merch they'll put asses in seats so basically yep. you just wanted big Ten guys that look like wrestlers yeah matches. warrior. Yeah. Warrior, Warrior couldn't wrestle. No, oh, Warrior, Warrior could not wrestle to save his life. No. But he could get a crowd going. Well, yeah, he was all energy. He'd fucking yeah. run. As soon as his music came on, he'd run, get in the yeah. ring, slam them fucking ropes, yeah. go fucking crazy. That's why I loved him as a kid. Yeah. Like, yeah, he just fucking ran around and was Come a on. berserk. He hooked everybody on those promos, too, okay? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Dude, his promos made no fucking sense. And they were in the third dimension of parallel shit where you're just sitting there like, wait, Who's he fighting again? Like, what What the fuck just happened? When did we get into Zorlax and shit? I don't understand this. But, yeah. Did you ultimate... see the, the self-destruction of Ultimate Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's... I like how they pulled that shit. I like how they pulled that shit. Like, right like right when he came came back, they pulled that from their, li- their library. So, if you already had it, awesome. If you try to get it now, I don't think you can get it. You know what I used to do back in the day? And I, I th- this is something I, I think about all the time and go, ah! But... Uh, I used to go to wrestling shows and, and like I'd work, but I, you know, wasn't making lots of money. So I would take all my shit and I'd sell it at the gimmick tables, like to the fans, because fans would buy it. So I wasn't getting a lot of money to wrestle, but I would get a lot of, I would get, I would make up for it and get gas, gas and food money by selling my DVDs at the DVD, at the gimmick table or like my wrestling stuff at the gimmick table. But I sold my self destruction of Ultimate Warrior DVD on, one of the gimmick tables. Oh. Gosh, gosh darn it. I wish I could watch it again. That story went downhill real fast. <laughs> uh, I just know the feeling of like having something that like you sold for a couple bucks. Because like, ah, whatever. I don't really care to find out like, oh, you can't ever get that again. To be like, oh. Well, yeah. no, because like one of the big things was with Ultimate Warrior. What people didn't know, like regular fans didn't know, is that he was hard to work with. Mm-hmm. And that like he held up an event once where like he was contractually obligated to go out to the ring. And he had told, you know, I forgot who it was, but it was a girl that he was with, I think. And he had made a list of demands that he wanted the same merch as Hulk Hogan, the same shit as Hulk Hogan. He wanted the same money, everything, or he wasn't going out there. This is like right before the main event. I think you were telling me about yeah. this. Didn't he like uh, hold up uh, um, Vince, Vince uh, Mikamikamana for yeah. 300? Uh... <laughs> Mac Mahooch. Mac Mahooch. <laughs> oh, Eli's back. Eli's oh, back. Hi, hi. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, Mac like Mahooch. $300,000? Yeah, it was a check now. Yeah, crazy amount. He wanted a check now. So Vince was like, all right, cool. So then Ultimate Warrior went to the ring. And when he came back, Vince was sitting there waiting for him with a fucking pink slip. Like, okay, bye. Right. Enjoy that money you made. That's all you're getting. Yeah. So that dude was a. 
Well, for him, it was a, a neon green slip. <laughs> <laughs> it was true. It was a it was, it was, tied to it the was. sides. Ultimate Warrior was a ridiculous homophobe. So oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, Which he, is he funny because when you look at all the, the flamboyant colors and everything he wore. You, you'd you know, think he'd like, be marching in the parade, right? Well, at least be sympathetic. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm going to ask. Uh, I'll, think, I'll ask Eli first. Uh-oh. Eli, Eli, do you have a favorite match? Did I know about? <laughs> yeah. The only match that I ever watched was the one with uh, the Rock and, and Stone Cold that I remember as a kid. That's the only one that I remember, honestly. But other than that, like I never grew up watching wrestling. My friends tried to get me into it. Um, I just, I sadly don't know the difference between like WWE, WWF, uh, or any other. It was WWF that came to WWE because of World Wildlife Fund. Oh, or Foundation. Sorry. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's why so, it was WWE. Get the f out. There you go. <laughs> I think you were, I think you were right you saying with, the World Wildlife Fund. I think it is the. Yeah, I think it's the World. Fund. I think it's fund. I thought it was foundation. Yeah, but I think it I might think be you, fund. You were right the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rob, product placement with the WWF. There, please call us and sponsor us. No. <laughs> um, if I were to think about it, and, and I think about back in the day, what hooked me into wrestling, um, and you guys may think he's dog shit, but Jimmy Superfly Snuka jumping off the cage. We don't think he's dog shit. I think he's as a human being. If what he did was true and he did kill his girlfriend, that is some fucked up shit. Just saying, like, and it, that that's, was, that, that's that, it. That was the feud that got me stuck. Was yeah. Snuka yep. and Morocco in '83? Yeah. Okay. Yep. That, Piper hitting him with a fucking coconut was fucked up. <laughs> that that one was awesome. Um, I think of when when Hulk Hogan body slammed Andre the Giant and it looked like it was just gonna break his back in half. Um, just those are the reasons why I watch wrestling and still still enjoy it today. You know, even with Millhouse not here and him saying it's fake or whatnot, I don't care. I'm entertained. Yeah, but Millhouse does that shit to get a rise out of you. Oh, he does. Though. I think he does. anybody who watches wrestling goes, "This is real." I know exactly. I don't think anybody. No, does. no. I, mean, I, I, I think anybody who makes the argument just... that that's fake, I just want to say right to your face. Fuck you, man. I have spent and dedicated 23 out of my 38 years on this planet to this business that you're calling fake and discounting me as a real person. Like, you're saying I'm fake? Fuck you. This is like- <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wanted Milhouse here. He's not well, here. He's not he's here. Not, but I'm saying to anybody, not oh, even yeah. to, to Milhouse or whatever. Hey, say it again. <laughs> just add Milhouse. Just said Millhouse. Just say fuck Millhouse. That's, that's all we care about. <laughs> but like anybody who wants to discount my livelihood, fuck you. What have you done with your life, Millhouse? Yeah. <laughs> see, that's, yeah. that's hey, he snowboards, all right? <laughs> no, but see, when, when when people tell me wrestling is fake, I just look at them and I'm like, oh, movies are real, then, right? Yep. Like it's more of a point. Like it's entertainment. It's you're, yeah, you're you're doing stuff, and it's you. It's essentially a dance out there because you know what's going to happen. You know who's going to win. But at the same point, people can get hurt. Think bad things can happen, and you're supposed to sit there and enjoy. To call it fake makes Look no Darren fucking sense. Exactly. You yeah, Darren I mean? draws off. Like, yeah. One move ended pretty much you know his his whole career. And it just it happens to a lot of guys. Well, Some dudes die in the ring. Well, dude, look at like with Austin fucking with oh, his uh, neck. Yeah. His neck. Fucking Edge, his neck. Yeah. I mean, all these guys, just those Benoit. certain injuries. Benoit? Yeah, Benoit. Certain his... injuries yeah. where it's like, dude, imagine if they didn't have that, where it would have gone. Yep. I mean, Austin still made enough money. I don't think he's. Yeah, but. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah, he still the... had a good ten years, dude. I mean, I guess, but remember, Austin didn't want to fight Brock either. 
Because you got to remember, like, at that point... The reason why he didn't fight Brock because there was no money in it. But once... I mean, you know, know, Austin's the businessman first, bro. They were were asking him to put Brock over on free TV. All true. That's not the same as not wanting to fight him or being afraid of him. Ric Flair said he was afraid of him. isn't ready to... I'm a name. That guy's nobody. Why am I going and putting him over? True. Yeah. Do you, you, you have a match? I don't have one particular match, but I just I always enjoy watching the Rumble. Doesn't matter which one it is, the Rumble's always like. My I would I would say that too, but the last two Rumbles have been fucking horrible. Okay, then before that, I guess <laughs> all the ones before those two. Like, no, it's just no like, because like, like, like recent ones, like the last two. Um, I enjoyed watching uh, Bianca in both of them. Well, yeah, so, the girls Rumble has yeah. been good the last two years. The guys Rumble, so so Rob, since you don't know this, the Royal Rumble essentially is thirty guys. Two guys start in the ring every, I think it was it three minutes? It's like three minutes. Every three minutes, yeah, yeah. another guy comes out. Every two minutes. Every two minutes, another guy comes out to, to fight in the ring with them, right? So the, so the ring can fill up with a bunch of dudes. Right. You can and, only win by, you have to throw them over the top. Right? Exactly, yeah. So the since the I was awesome, 12 at one point. Okay, so the awesome thing about the Royal Rumble is you don't know who's coming out. Right. So it could be it's random, right? Yeah, it could be it could be a nostalgia thing. Some guy coming from like there was one year where you had Kevin Nash come back as a Diesel, and um, you you had Booker he came T out as Diesel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's you, crazy. Yeah, you had Booker T come out. He had dyed his hair. Yeah, his, his shit was all black. Yeah, like you know that motherfucker has gray hairs. Um, so you know you had Hacksaw Jim Duggan has come out in some of them. Roddy Piper had come out in some of them. So it's always a year where you're just like, oh, dude, who the fuck is coming out? And then. There was no surprise. It was Shane McMahon that came out. Mm. And you were just like, oh, okay. And then when Brock Lesnar got fucking called, you're like, oh, Brock's winning. Because Brock is a, I'm sorry, he's a goddamn animal. So to, to, if, you, if no one has ever seen Brock Lesnar in real life, like up close to him, he is a fucking huge individual. Yeah. Oh, I've seen him like, in the not MMA height. fights. And yeah, he's not, fucking giant in that. Yeah, and all not, those dudes are big. Yeah, not height-wise, but just his mass. No, he's giant. He's fucking huge. So when he got so when his number got called and he came out to the ring, I just looked at the TV. I was like, "Oh, Brock's uh, winning." Done. He came in the ring and just fucking tossed everybody out. Yeah. That was it. So for me, the Rumble kind of—I understand what you're saying, like yeah. old school Rumbles. I get that. That was awesome. Uh, Pretty Rob, what's your? You have a match that you were like, "Oh I man, started. you did." St- what yeah. do you mean? So how'd you start it? I said Andre the Giant and Hulk. No, you said moment. Oh, so that was your match? That was, that was my match. That was your match? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Because that stuck. Again, that stuck me to, Dude, to I keep did, watching. Oh. There's there's all kinds of matches after that. But what about that, that moment? What about that match? I, I'm again. You guys are gonna. I'm butchering names here. I want to destroy you right now. Oh, yeah, you are. Go. Hey, here you we go. go. So it was the match where I think it's Kane, the guy with the uh, mask, and then the cage fight where he, I think he almost uh, uh, like died from falling. Not Kane. That was uh, mankind. You suck. There we go. Look at Eddie. Eddie's Eddie just Eddie and Eric are just like, what the fuck, dude? Okay. That's why I was asking, right? They're leaving. They're leaving. They've tossed. So now Corey comes back. Now Corey comes back. Corey missed it. So. <laughs> Eli was Eli was saying his favorite match was when Kane got thrown off the top of the cage in, in the cage match. The one with the mask. The one with the mask. And we're like, no, that's McFoley or Mankind. Yeah, that's mankind. So yes, that if you if you were I put it on Ibble, if you were a regular fan of wrestling, you're just like, Holy shit, Mankind, McFoley is fucking hurt. Yeah. If you were just somebody who had never seen wrestling, this is your first match, you're turning it off. Yeah, that was the one where he fell on all the like the spikes. Or the no, no, no. Tops, right? Well, no, that's later in the match though. Yeah, yeah. So he gets tossed yeah. off of the top, right? Oh, that yeah. was that. Oh, because um, I was with Undertaker, and yeah. he 
He said that even when he was walking, he could feel the things yeah, breaking. So, so, so the so the, the, the <laughs> it was little like the thinnest fucking um, fence, fence that was up there. Yeah, so it kept popping. Their little rings are holding the fence together. Pop. So when they were walking across it, and Undertaker threw him off. Match hadn't started yet. Hmm. He threw him off the cage. He falls. They're like, "All right, fuck this is over." Undertaker at that point had a broken foot, and he was still wrestling. So they so Mick Foley comes back. Undertaker's like, all right, fuck this. They go back up the cage again. He chokes slams Mick Foley, hoping to fall on the chain link, right? He did twice. Mick Foley right? no, he did once. Did and Mick Foley fell through the chain link and hit the mat fucking hard, dude. Like it, it was it, it looked bad the way he hit the floor. And then you're just Undertaker's well, up there like I think Is that Corey? I, one of the worst parts of that was that there was a there was a chair up on top of the cell with them that was on the chain link. Yeah. So when he chokes him, the chair came through and the chair hit him right in his face. Oh yeah, it, it popped his um yeah yeah it popped his tooth through his nose. The oh. force of him hitting hit the chair hit him so hard it popped it through his nose. So he's down there broken and shit, right? So Arntaker like he's not gonna break character, mm. but he's just sitting there <laughs> looking at fucking McFoley like dude. Fuck, stay down. <laughs> Dude, just yeah, don't just, yeah. move. So Mick Foley starts we'll to roll. We'll yeah, Mick Foley starts to roll over to get up. And Terry Funk, old wrestler, ECW, hardcore le- legend, gets in the ring. And he's like. Terry Funk's the man. Yeah. So Terry Funk gets up. And to give Mick Foley more time, essentially, he gets chokeslammed by the Undertaker. He gets chokeslammed out of his shoes. <laughs> so he gets chokeslammed. His shoes come off. Gives Mick Foley more time to get up. So they continue. They start the match at this point. All that shit happened. Match hadn't started. Tax gear brought up. Mick Foley gets dropped on fucking tax. There's tax in his back and his arm and his face. And the ending result of this match is Mick Foley looking back at the camera as Undertaker's leaving. And like him, I don't know if he's smiling. Yeah, that picture yeah, fucking that right picture. there that he's showing right now. It's a picture of Mick Foley kind of with a sideways smile, bloody and just fucked up. And it's just like that. That didn't put Mick Foley on the map because people that were wrestling fans already knew who he was as Cactus Jack. Yeah. But for a regular fan, that put him on the map. Well, like somebody who's not a follower of wrestling, yeah. like I've definitely yeah. heard of this match. And yeah, I've seen this picture before. So Yeah, that's what that was. It's, it's so, uh, so you're right. That's kind of how I learned of who Mick Foley yeah. and Mick, I believe Jack was. I believe a fan called Wrestling Fake one, one time. Well, Mick Foley was talking about like his injuries. And Mick Foley was like, hey, have you ever had a broken knee- knee- kneecap? Have you ever had a like... A lacerated face or you know broken. He's like, he well, lost no. An ear. Yeah, we lost an ear. He, and, Mick, and the guy was like, no. He's like, well, then your life is fake. And then just kept going on with this fucking thing. And I was just like, there you go. Well, you know, I mean, if you watch the Dark Side of the Ring, if you saw the Doctor Schultz episode, Doctor oh, Doctor D, yeah, yeah. Doctor D David Schultz, yeah, yeah. We we the tradition of the sport, which like it's kind of it kind of existed in Who Trained Me. I was trained by John Dahmer and Eddie Valentine. John Dahmer was trained by Iron Mike Sharp and Eddie Valentine was trained by the Wild Samoans. So like my grandfathers in the wrestling business are the old school tough guy beat the shit out of you. So if you come up to me and you tell and you challenge me and kayfabe still exists, I'm required by the by the territory I'm in to F you up like that's that's a requirement. That's a part of what the law was of the rule of being in this business and staying in the territory you're in. Because if, because, because if you lose a fight to a civilian, you're getting, you're getting uh, blackballed. Oh yeah. Yep. You're, you're or, or you're getting transferred to a different territory. You're getting, um, you're getting Catholic priested. Unless, unless you're going against Cactus Jack or not Cactus, uh, new Jack. 
New Jack. Then you're 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 gonna die. You're gonna die. New New Jack is gonna take some shit out on you. Jack Jack loves to just constantly blur the lines of kayfabe. Like real and fake never exist for him. He was he was if if you were around him at a wrestling show, he was he was New Jack. Yeah. He would never turn it off. Yeah, it's, that's scary. Fuck that's scary. Then, um, so uh, yeah. That what was what was your what was your match? my match? My favorite match. Mm. Well, I thought the question was the match that got you into wrestling. No, that was before. Okay. My my thing was I was like, what's your favorite match? What's the match where you're just like, mm, like I can go back and watch that, that match it. over and over. Mm. Dude, all all time favorite. Can I give an answer? Yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah. Uh, WrestleMania 12, Michaels and Brett, Iron Man match. Dude, I was at that match. Is it a punt? I was at that match. It's fo- dude, when Shawn Michaels came down on the thing, uh, gliding down, I was like pumped. I was like nine years old, like fucking jumping up and down for Shawn Michaels and shit. And the way it ended was weird. But then I was like, what the hell is going on? Then he kicks him one more time and then he, he wins. It was, you know. Do you, do, you ever, do you ever sing the theme song to Shawn Michaels' yeah, theme? Yeah, all the time. And be like, and be like, what a weird song with these lyrics. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I'm just oh, a sexy boy. Sexy boy? I'm yeah, just a sexy, sexy boy. boy. Oh, <laughs> sexy boy. <laughs> the first oh, word shit. of it, I do remember that. I think I'm cute. Uh, I think I'm sexy. Yeah, no, just like 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 the screaming and knowing that that's Sherry screaming for Sean. I like, love yeah. It, well, this is why I say Demolition had the best fucking intro music. Oh, yes. I, I mean, in my opinion. Uh, now, I love Undertaker's here intro music. Here comes the axe. Here comes the smasher. Here comes the axe. Here comes Come the smasher. <laughs> Wait, so that's... That. Oh, I, 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 theme? It goes axe right here, yo. He has axe on the screen right now. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it is. <laughs> they never made Smash, fucking assholes. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, theme song for that—that that is a good one. Uh, LOD, I like just because of the water rush. That was fucking looking dope. The Undertaker is, you know. I mean, it's just you hear as soon as the lights come on, you hear it's that the gong. gong. Like you, it's every, the gong every time. Everybody yeah. goes crazy. Yeah, once you hear that gong, everybody just oh, loses their shit. Cemetery bell, which is a weird thing for, but people know he's fucking coming. Did yeah. he say gong or dong? He said gong. <laughs> <laughs> gong or dong? <laughs> I said gong, but you know, it's a gong dong. What sounds? What sounds have you ever heard a gong make? <laughs> <laughs> that one. <laughs> uh, that good placement. I'm glad my finger was there. That's, That's what, what she, she said. said. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I could do that too. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. I did the entrance, but yeah. So yeah, I guess that's gonna. It didn't stay on point. Never it never does. Never ever stays on point. It, 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 it I will start s- off very well either. Yeah. It did it. Yeah. It did it. So since Corey and Eric, and Eric are here, I'll ask you this real quick. So, um, is it what? Did, what was it? How do I phrase it? Your moral dilemma. Yeah, my, my moral dilemma. So you have a seventeen-year-old student. Is yeah. It, is he? Yeah. Is he a victim? Is he a victim? So if you have a seventeen-year-old student, sixteen or seventeen-year-old student, and they sleep with a teacher, is that kid a victim? And the student's a boy at this point. Obviously, he's a Hey, transitioned over. <laughs> now, is this based off the, some real stuff? Yeah, I saw it on the news like earlier today, where where some some teacher was giving her okay. giving these boys oh. bait pens, and they were smashing her, and she and they were her students. How old was she? Uh, she's thirty six. Okay, she's got a mental disorder, dude. Like that's she's a that, that is a problem. 
that still is a victim. Yes, because that okay. is a woman. That is a that is a that is a parent age to that kid. Like that that that's not like there's some sort of manipulation okay. going on there, right? Oh yeah, right. abusive See? abusive that, power. That's that's kind of what I was position. saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yes, that lady. Not, I don't want to. I don't want to wish wish ill on her, but she needs to get some help. Okay, Eric. Same. I agree. I agree. Yeah, so so I, is it different if it's a girl or is it worse? It's oh, it's absolutely it's worse. Just as bad. Oh, it's worse on worse. the Eric part. And okay, to me it's worse. Okay. Because 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 like I know how I was at seventeen, and I know how I was thinking. I mean, I had badass teachers that you know one or two that I was like, damn, I would love to smash. So I, I yeah. kind of you know what I'm saying. But then you got like, but the manipulation part from the a male teacher yeah, could be a lot worse mm-hmm. as well. They could take advantage big time. So that's there's 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 a, there's a trust that needs to exist there, and you're gonna violate that. That's boundaries that. That a girl a, a a girl shouldn't learn. That's something that a woman should learn on her own time. Gotcha. That's a weird way to end the episode for us. But well, now it's become now it's gone full it's dark circle. Side of the ring. Is this dark side of the ring. What's going on? Yes, yeah, this dark side of the ring. It did go full circle from what we. Yeah, no, I get it. No, but my my thing was I did say that if you're 15, 16, 17 years old, you should understand that point of like do i want to sleep with this person do i don't do i not want to sleep with this person so to me you should have a better like when i was 15 i was doing shit too like like oh i want to do this i want, i understood that hey do i want to have sex with this person or if i don't doesn't matter if you're horny or not mm. that's all that mattered back then yeah. but, but i'm sorry i have scruples <laughs> i'm sorry i have scruples oh, my bad that 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 is that is that is a child, you are that version of you while you're an adult now thinking about that. At that time, you were still a child. Exactly. You had so much more to learn about the world. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I said. Yep. It is what that that is, is, Rob. That Don't is point at me, Jeremy Rob, because you got somebody that's agreeing with you. No, you pointed back at me. That finger just swiped on over to you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you guys a quick story from this a couple summers ago. I. I had um, I had gotten hired to be a bus driver for my old high school, this high school I went to in my hometown, and uh, I I was I was a little uncomfortable about the orientation part. Like, uh, there was th- this woman who was like, she was like, oh, I got to show you all these DVDs, and all, and and you know what? I'll just tell you what it is, and you just I'll tell you what the answers are. You just write it down, and I'll act like you. I'll check the marks off that you did it. Oh, so shit. just to be clear, this and is the training to become the bus driver. To become the bus driver. They're like, yes. here are the answers to the questions. I'm going to give you in a second. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. So then, then the lady pulled out one DVD that was about that was about impressions that you make or opinions that you have on things, uh, because these are impressionable minds that you're that you're hanging out with. And so she was like. Then the lady like looked around and I was like, oh God, she's looking around. And then she was like, you know, basically it's like all this Black Lives Matter bullshit that's going on in the world. And she said that to me and I was like, (gasps) (laughs) went all the way back and I was like, but you know what? I didn't do that physically. I did that in the back of my head. Mm -hmm. In the back of my head, it was total breaks. My my whole body uh, in the inside went back and I was like hard cringe on the inside. And and then 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 the next day they were like, okay, you're going to meet the big boss lady. I met the big boss lady, and the big boss lady said to me, "Whoa!" And she was she was like, 
wait till these teenage girls in high school see you. They're going to go crazy. She was talking. She was objectifying me. And now then saying that these children are going to harass me. And I was like, and then I just didn't show up the next day. I was like, <laughs> show, hey, hey, show me that missile drop. Yeah, yeah that's what like, oh, yeah, uh, I expected him to say I showed up with a leather jacket and shirt <laughs> underneath. Age from walking out to fucking Shawn Michaels or what? Yeah. <laughs> girl, my name was Otto. As, as the bus stops, all you hear. He's a sexy boy. Is this your stop? He's not a bus driver. Anymore. <laughs> I just want to bring up one last thing before we go, just because nobody brought it up and we are talking about wrestling, and I love geeky, nerdy stuff. Uh, does anybody remember the uh, wrestling cartoon Hulk Hogan's wrestling yeah. fucking yeah. party? What yeah. was it called? Rock and wrestling. Rock and wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. There you yeah. go. I mean, if we're bringing up that, Hulk Hogan, if we're bringing up Hulk Hogan ship, we can do Thunder in Paradise. We can bring up No Holds Barred. Oh, no Holds which, Barred. Oh, God Dude, damn it. What? Zeus? Zeus. Yeah. <laughs> they brought Zeus in as a real wrestler for yeah, a while. Yeah, they did. It was before so Before he bad. went to Friday. The match and the movie. Yes. <laughs> then there was an early Nintendo game. I think it was WrestleMania. That game was harder than Oh, that was the worst fucking game ever. That, that game was so hard shit. to play. Yeah. So hard. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, the ROC's. Uh, it would just float and they would hit like uh, like the million dollar symbol. Oh, yeah. And then you would hit like a Hulk Hogan oh, logo. Yeah, I remember this now. And then like DiBiase looked like he was pregnant. Yep. Didn't have Bam Bam Bigelow was in that too. Yeah. He did like a oh, cartwheel yeah. or some shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah they, I remember they, that. Game. They show that game in the the movie The Wrestler, no? Yeah, yeah. old one. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 that, that was no, 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 not that one. No, they show. Um, that was uh, the pro wrestling NES pro. Yeah, wrestling. yeah. yeah. Starman. Starman. Yeah. So yeah, that was the ROC's uh, version of a wrestling episode um, that went to uh, Catholic priests uh, bus driving. <laughs> Um, moral school teachers, moral dilemmas, moral school dilemmas. teachers, just fucked up shit. But a lot of wrestling in there. So if you didn't know about wrestling, you learned some shit today. Like Rob learned learned, learned some shit today. Hopefully I, I Eli did. learned some stuff when he was playing poker on the phone. You think I saw you? I was. Mac Mac Mahone. Mac Mahone. He had his one spot. Yeah, he, he hit it. Yeah, he, he hit it. Moment. He, he was moment. It. So for uh, the chunky one, you want to say something? Oh, thanks for having me again. Oh, okay, that was fun. <laughs> Dick. It's always fun. Uh, for Eric. I don't think I can hear me. Eric, you can also find him on uh, Horror Quarters on YouTube. Horror Quarters. Look it up. Watch it. Uh, Eli. Eli over here. Mr. Mac Mahomes. Mr. Mac Mahone, yeah. it's never gonna, it's never gonna go away. No, it's nope. not. Never, never. never. And, never. and then now part two is uh, what I brought up Kane when it was. Uh, yeah, you brought up Kane in a cage. Why, with why did Aaron you Taker. remind him of that? Hey, yeah. I know he's no, I know it. it's in there. Yeah, it's gonna be in there. It's recorded. I mean, I it's, yeah, it's not like you won't hear it again. You know, like I'm saying, dude, you could have totally just owned it every time. I knew what I was saying. I was just messing with you. Yeah, no, he doesn't <laughs> think that far ahead. Nah, he doesn't think that far ahead. No, nah, I accept and my flaws. It's part of my, ca- you know, my character. You know, and that's gonna end up in an intro somewhere. Yeah, it's gonna be in the intro. All right, oh. um, uh, the pretty one, pretty Rob. Yep, just want to thank you guys for having me again. Um, you know, we do share a lot of different things as far as wrestling goes, as far as movies go, TV shows, video games. You know, kick this out to one of your friends. Tell them, hey, give us a listen. Um, Eric, I want to thank you for being a part of it. Um, I always watch the horror quarters, and I always think, freaking, hey, that that room, whoever's room that is, is fucking. Oh, that's awesome. my boy, Iron uh, Mike. Santana, he's. Uh, I'll give him a shout out for you, dude. That, gotcha. that room is sick. That room is sick, bro. Um, and yeah. the gentleman, 
Gentlemen, Rob. I'm just happy to be here. Uh, I, I discovered I knew actually more about wrestling than I thought I did because as we were talking about shit, I'm like, oh, wait, I know that. Yeah, you go. I know this. See, there you go. So, you know, apparently I'm more of a fan than I, than I realized. <laughs> and I want a big thank you to uh, Corey Castle over here, our only wrestler. Which is uh, great to have him on here. Great to have him on Indie Wrestler. Thank you. Uh, Corey Castle on here. I want to thank you. You have any shows coming up or anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, man. Um, just just follow me on YouTube. My podcast is called Evolving with Corey Castle. Um, I've uh, I've had 264 episodes. I've been doing it since 2017. It's like my favorite thing ever. I have these really cool conversations with with like people who fascinate me. So far, I've had on some pretty big name comedians. Um, I had on I've had on Todd Glass twice. I had on Mark Norman. I had on Jeffrey Gorian. I've had on uh, George Basil, the founder of Comedy Central, was just on my podcast. Um, I just it's it's uh, on anywhere where you listen to podcasts, Spotify. It's even on Pandora. It's on Pandora and on Apple Podcasts. Evolving. It says it right here on this banner. Let me move it in front of the. <laughs> there, you go. there you go evolving with gory castle but it's w slash oh there you go evolving w slash Corey castle there you go yes don't want to put the width on, on there. the tweets in the instagram at Corey castle word look at that and maybe even on tiktok if you kids are on there yeah see lots of go. lots of clips from my podcast and my and my stand-up comedy i put on there as well see there you go boom so yeah i am uh base this was uh the roc's uh wrestling with some dudes or catholic priests or dilemmas or whatever one you <laughs> which everyone is so i'm gonna hit the outro and listening to the ROC you know that group return of the critics